What is up, everybody? Episode 33 of the Will Wonder Pod. Thank you for coming back. Uh, before we get this episode started, I have a couple of birthday shout outs that I wanted to give out. Uh, first up, my guy Zach Collard, whose birthday is actually on the day that we dropped this podcast. Uh, after that, it would be my sister, Candace Reynolds. Happy birthday to you. And last but absolutely not least, uh, one of my biggest fans, one of my most favorite people in the entire world, my mother-in-law, Rosemary Washington. Happy birthday week to you as well. All right, let's see what's been going on. I'm, I'm going to keep this intro somewhat short because I have a long segment coming up. But first, I wanted to say thank you to everyone who had purchased a shirt for the pre-sale uh, for the podcast. We we had over we had fifty two pre-sale shirts, um, which is awesome because originally I was planning on just printing fifty shirts. I figured I might get twenty to thirty people who were interested, but uh, fifty two is great. So I really appreciate that. Went back and ordered additional shirts just so I can have them in the event. You know, people. Um, want shirts afterwards. So again, thank you to all who had pre-ordered. Those shirts will be ready uh, the 13th of August. Uh, and a, to add on to that, next week I will have on um, Rachel, the person who actually helped me design the shirts. Again, I had given her the roses last week. Essentially gave her an idea. She ran with it and then gave me a lot better ideas and designs uh, that I didn't even have in my head. So shout out to her. Uh, okay, what else has been going on? Um, the Olympics have been a lot of fun. My wife and I have watched a ton of track. Um, coming up, Team USA men's basketball will be playing Australia. Um, and man, it's the winner of that will face the winner of France and Slovenia. So we do have some great hoops coming up in the Olympics. Some scary competition, honestly, for Team USA. I'm not, I'm not comfortable in saying that Team USA will win the gold, but, uh, but I'm hopeful. I mean, if you look at how it's been going for them, uh, you have a very tough Australia team that they're getting ready to face. If they get past them, they either have Francis or Slovenia, who obviously, you know, Slovenia led by Luca. France has just a very uh, tight team altogether. So. Time will tell. I'm pulling for Team USA, but at the same time, I'm not putting any money on them either. Um, as I record this tonight, we have a very, very special versus for anyone who is a fan of hip hop from, I would say, 97-ish up till now, really. I mean, some of these, some of the, if you're a newer fan of hip hop, you're not going to know these groups very well but the locks and the diplomats will be on versus tonight i've already talked to my guy steady rock we have our tims and our bubble goose ready uh to go along with our pink bandanas so it's going to be a very fun time i'm excited for that obviously by the time this pod drops that versus will have already happened so hopefully it's a good one okay real quick i want to touch on the nba draft and then discuss some of the free agent stuff that's going on i wanted to do a couple things on the draft uh to start out, I wanted to do the biggest reach. So, you know, reach is basically taking a player way too early. So I originally thought maybe Josh Giddy would be a good candidate for this at six to Oklahoma City. Then you had Desire Williams at 10 to Memphis, which is weird because I, I feel like Memphis could have got him where they were. They didn't have to trade up and do that deal. Um moving Valanchunas, but they did. So I'm kind of, it was kind of a head scratcher. I mean, at that number 10 spot, Book Knight was available. They didn't take him, but I, I think all in all, the absolute 
reach of all reaches in this draft was the number 12 pick to the Spurs going with Josh Primo out of Alabama. You had guys like Corey Kispert. You had Sengun sitting there waiting to be drafted. Um, so when you look at Primo, he's the youngest prospect in the draft, which it isn't necessarily a bad thing. Um, but when you look at his college career, he's a, he's a, he's a supporting piece over there at Alabama, was injured for some of the year, averaged eight points per game, three rebounds and less than one assist, uh, 28% from three in 30 games. So I don't know what I'm missing or what San Antonio saw on him, not to, you know, to take him that early. They definitely could have traded back if they wanted to, <clears throat> but, uh, but they didn't. So to me, that was absolutely the biggest reach. When we look at the biggest steal in the draft, I think that has to go to the Jazz drafting Butler uh, at 40. So they wanted him at 30. From everything that I had read and heard that they were willing to trade up to get him, they end up staying at 30, and then they were even able to move back to the 40th uh, spot, get some assets, and still get the guy they wanted. As a junior, Butler averaged 16, uh, 16.7 points per game, 4.8 assists, 3.3 rebounds, on the second best overall team all year long, you know, they, uh, that Baylor was right there, either one or two. I don't think they even fell to three during the season last year. They end up being the NCAA champions. He's named first team all Big 12, first team all American by the AP. Um, also most outstanding player of the NCAA tournament. And of course, there were guards in the draft that were you know, better than him or that I think we'll have a better career. You have Jalen Suggs who, oh, thank God he fell to my Orlando magic. I didn't think it was possible, but it happened and I couldn't have been more excited. Anyways, uh, again, you had Suggs, you had Butler's uh, teammate Davion Mitchell, but in no way should Jerry Butler had go on that late in the draft. So great job by Utah. I think he's going to be a good pro. There's some jazz fans that aren't too hyped about it and others that are maybe overly hyped. I think he's going to be solid. He's going to be a guy that will come in. He's not going to make mistakes. He's already mature enough. He's a, he seems to be a good locker room guy. So uh, he's going to have be a good fit and add to the depth that the Utah Jazz need. Uh, when we talk about worst draft, I think you have to go with the Boston Celtics, who they didn't make any moves during the, the draft. The Celtics really need some depth on their team. They ended up staying put where they were in the second round, drafting a guy out of France who more than likely is one of those guys that you they call it a draft and stash. So basically draft somebody from a different league overseas. That person plays out their contract, then they come to your team. So I don't believe he's going to be on the Celtics for another year, year to two years. Uh, as I said, Boston really needs help with depth. They could have done that in the draft, saved some money, uh, but they didn't. So for me, they have the absolute worst draft out of any team. On the flip side, I have the best draft. Um, it very well could have gone to the Jazz, <clears throat> but I'm going to say that the uh, Golden State Warriors actually ended up with the best draft. So they get Kuminga at seven. And on the draft preview pod that Rob and I did, I had said, you know, Kuminga has a very, very high ceiling, could potentially be one of the best players in this draft, you know, behind Cunningham, Green, and and Mobley. Um, but on the flip side, he, he could end up being uh, a disappointment. So they, they take somebody who has a very high ceiling at seven, and they got they honestly got lucky at 14. They, they grabbed Moody, um, who shouldn't have been there. I think Moody 
was supposed to be a top 10 pick. They get him at 14. Uh, if they keep both of these guys, they have players who will learn from some really solid pros in Steph, Clay, and Draymond. And this adds depth to that team, uh, which was much needed. Now, on the flip side, they could potentially move these guys later in the year if they if they live up to expectations. So great draft by the Golden State Warriors. All right, real quick, we will touch on free agency because it has been a moving. Uh, it started yesterday, and I think it was at like 2 p.m. if I remember correctly, when uh, when players and, and teams could actually start start quote unquote negotiating contracts. But I'll be damned if it wasn't 2:01 and we saw about 15 contracts that had been announced. So, um, you know, pretty amazing to get all that done in that amount of time. <clears throat> Obviously, I'm being a bit sarcastic, but. A couple of things that stuck out to me. I love Lowry going to Miami. I think that, combined with bringing Duncan Robinson back, signing P.J. Tucker, puts them top three in the East, obviously behind Brooklyn and uh, Milwaukee. Uh, Chris Paul signed for four more years, which to me is is pretty nuts. So he'll be 40 when his deal runs out. I don't think there's any way he stays with Phoenix for those four years. Um could possibly even end up retiring. I mean, maybe not, but 40 for a point guard seems nuts, but he he could easily prove us wrong. He had a great season this last year. So only time will tell on that one. <clears throat> uh, the Knicks end up getting fleeced, overpaying like crazy for Evan Fournier, which you knew some team was going to pay him a lot. As an Orlando Magic fan who's watched Fournier for four years, I can say he has games where he looks like a, um, not an elite scorer, but a very, very good scorer. But those are one out of every eight games. So shout out to the Knicks for paying him 72 million, I think it was, for four years, which was, it's just too much. Um, Lonzo Ball and Alex Caruso go to the Bulls. Both are really good signings there. Caruso adds some depth. It's kind of weird with with having Kobe White as well, but... You know, once he comes back from his injury, I guess they'll figure out that rotation. Obviously, you could probably play Caruso with with any of those guys at the same time. Um, they get a sign and trade with the Spurs, which is this is the biggest piece out of everything, in my opinion. They get DeRozan from the Spurs, and they are moving Thad Young and Alfarika Aminu, who was part of the deal that Orlando sent with Nikola Vucevic earlier uh, last year. So. <clears throat> this makes the Bulls a, a very tough team. Still not top three to me in the East, but very strong. And as we all saw this year, this past year in the NBA, injuries happen. And um, all you can do is build a very strong roster and hope that people stay healthy. And, you know, if we have another repeat of last year with players going down and this Bulls team stays healthy, maybe that's enough to get them to the finals. I don't I wouldn't say that they're good enough to get there, but again, Injuries happen. We never know what the hell will happen in the NBA. Uh, Mike Conley comes back to Utah uh, for a pretty pretty decent deal. And then also Utah signs Rudy Gay, which is an immediate upgrade from uh, Niang. Makes Utah that much better. So excited to see how their season goes. Then we move over to Brooklyn, who, man, they, they brought back Blake Griffin. Geez, say that, say that sentence four times fast. Brooklyn brings back Blake Griffin. Brooklyn, yeah, I'm just kidding. I'm not doing it, but just try it. Try it for fun at home, okay? They, they get Blake back. They re-sign Bruce Brown. A lot of bees right now. What's happening? They also bring in Patty Mills, 
to, you know, back up Kyrie, take Kyrie's place when Kyrie decides to do what he does. And that's a very, very solid backup point guard. Um, that along with their draft draft picks that they took, I think Brooklyn pretty much solidified, um, not like they needed to by any means, but solidified their number one status in the league next year. That's, that's just my opinion, though. I, I would love to debate somebody on who would be better. And I think this next team, I would get some debate from people. So uh, we talk about the L.A. Lakers signing everyone to to uh, vet minimum deals they made that trade for Westbrook which I love uh, Russell Westbrook the fit seems a little weird to me um, with LeBron James but again I think they're both uh, they both want to win LeBron's a proven winner and Westbrook is one of those guys that just goes out and hoops so we'll see how it turns out um, but they bring in Wayne Ellington, Malik Monk, Kent Bazemore, Trevor Ariza, Carmelo Anthony, and Dwight Howard. So you look at those names, and if you would make this team in NBA 2K15, 2K15, pay attention, you would uh, have the best team in the history of the NBA. All of these guys are a bit older. The fits are slightly weird to me, but time will tell if this roster can play together. I don't ever want to count out LeBron James ever because, you know, I do feel last year if AD was healthy in the playoffs, they make it to the to the finals out of the West. Uh, but even still, I mean, father time catches up to everyone, and I think they have one more roster spot, so they may even be signing father time to a vet minimum deal. Sorry, that was a bit of a dad joke. Uh, okay, let's get into this episode. So, I have a fun segment coming up with my friends Mike Martinez and Crosby Styles. Um, I've given you, you know, a little taste of <laughs> of our interactions last week with just some of those random clips on the pod. But this week we are actually talking about something. So uh, the Jay Z and Kanye West collaboration album "Watch the Throne" was released just about ten years ago today. So Mike Crosby and I discussed the album, what was going on at that time, some of our favorite songs everything that has to do with this album and uh, Jay-Z and Kanye West. So I hope you enjoy it. One quick note I wanted to slide in here. Uh, Mike actually slips up and says that the Marshall Mathers LP2 is his favorite Eminem, Eminem album. So I almost took his hip hop card as we sat there at the table, but after the recording, he had clarified that he meant the original Marshall Mathers LP. He had had a couple of drinks, so obviously he wasn't thinking clearly. <laughs> um, also, shout out to Crosby. He had all of his notes on a piece of paper, typed out, printed out, uh, which I loved. He put a lot of work into this, but we also made fun of him pretty heavy for it before we recorded but this discussion was a lot of fun. Uh, if you're a fan of hip-hop or a fan of Watch the Throne, I think you're going to love this. After we discuss Watch the Throne, I'll be back with Roses. But with no further ado, Michael Steady Rock Martinez, Crosby Styles, and myself in our discussion of the 10th anniversary of Watch the Throne. <laughs> well, we are coming up on the 10-year anniversary of Watch the Throne. August 8th, 2011. I remember where I was. Um, but anyways, I, I brought two really good friends of mine to talk about this, to talk about the 10-year anniversary. One of them has already been on the pod. You've heard, uh, I think you've been on twice, Mike, Steady yep. Rock, Martinez. 
and my good buddy Crosby Styles. Crosby, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good man. Be here. Special episode. It is. You might want to pull that a little closer. I'm just gonna. I don't. I don't know. I could be wrong. You could act like you've been in a studio before. This is a special episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is. It is. So what I want to do. Before we even talk about Watch the Throne, uh, I want to set it up a little bit to where people understand your guys' taste in hip-hop. So maybe take a minute or two, introduce yourself for those who don't know you, and then, if I could, get your top five albums. Now, that doesn't have to be like, one, this, two, that you could just say five, right? So whoever would like to go first, Crosby has his paper ready, and go. My glasses. <laughs> Um, all right. <clears throat> so, top rap albums <laughs> <laughs> off my sheet. Yep. I'm going to go with, so to me with the albums, I think we have different philosophies as to what is, counts as your favorite album. For me, I was looking at what was important during my formative years. There you go. Back so, when you were out there just knocking them down or what? <laughs> this would be junior high, oh, early okay, high school, okay, okay. that kind of thing. <laughs> okay. So one of the ones strictly for my niggas from Tupac. Okay. I was like, Holly, if you hear me, all those. Marshall Mathers LP. Mm. One or two? No. One. Okay. Just, yeah, yeah. just, nah, just one. Uh, late Registration, mm. Kanye. I didn't do five. I just kept going. So Okay, that's fine. Just, yeah. We got Ready to Die. Yes. The Cool from Lupe. Mm-hmm. It Takes a Nation of Millions to Hold Us Back. Okay. Good Kid, Mad City. Mm, love it. Yeah, I'm going to throw in Take Care, and then for the new shit, Off Season. Okay. Huge fan. Every Ooh. single track. All right. Okay. And then just so the listeners know, you guys are actually... Uh, uh, related through marriage, and not blood. Yeah, not yeah, blood, yeah. <laughs> okay, just so people know, if they just think these two random people came together and they talk shit to each other, once their drinks actually kick in, you know that yeah, these guys actually know. see each other all the time. So. When that booze hits my blood, it'll, things will change. <laughs> His lips quivering. <laughs> all right, Mike, go ahead. So yeah, for me, I'm gonna go with Chronic 2001, Marshall Mathers LP two. Mm-hmm. Black album, Jay-Z, to Marshall Mathers 2. I love wow. that album. I absolutely love that album. I mean, we see, yep. Okay, go ahead. What were you going to say? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, black album, Jay-Z. Um, I'm going to go. Uh, this is hard. I'm going to go, it's dark and hell is hot. Okay. Um, and then my new shit, um, probably be Benny the Butcher, Plugs mm-hmm. I Met. Plugs I Met 2. Okay. Oh, I don't know. That's tough. Okay. I'm going to go Tana Talk to Benny the Butcher. Okay. But the point is, we all know music. So yeah, exactly. We is... have a very vast knowledge, of, especially of hip-hop. We're old heads. Yeah. So yeah. I went oh, through... I'm going to add Strangers. <clears throat> oh, of course. As well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For those who don't know, look it up on that, that Piff. Piff. Can I throw in BMH then? Sure. <laughs> Did you guys put out an album? Uh, no. No. Okay. Well, then no. Uh, Never too late. When I wrote my top five, I mine are all somewhat old. So Biggie's Ready to Die, Dre's The Chronic, uh, Fear of a Black Planet, Public Enemy, Scarface's The Fix is probably my newest God. favorite yes. album. 
uh, Jay-Z's Reasonable Doubt, which I'll be honest, I wasn't on when it came out. It came out in 96. I wasn't checking for it at the time, as, they would, as the kids would say. Uh, and then um, that would be followed very closely by the Clips' Lord Willen. And again, it goes back to what you were saying, uh, your formidable years, high school mm-hmm. stuff. I actually, dis- minus um, Chronic, my brother played the Chronic, mm-hmm. same with Fear of a Black Planet. <clears throat> but um, the other ones, like Ready to Die, I didn't really listen to Ready to Die until I was in like ninth grade. Yeah. So. Uh, I, was, I was a huge Tupac fan, so mm. I resisted anything Biggie for mm. a long ass time. So it wasn't until like, Maybe in college, I really gave that a chance because I just I held up that rivalry on my end. Yeah, see, I was I was the other on the other side of that boat, like if East Coast. Yeah, was I the only nine year old listening to Ghetto Boys? I think I may have been. Get uh, I listened to Ghetto Boys, but that wasn't until I was like sixteen, so I didn't discover them. Lord willing, though, that I forgot. Oh man, son of a, I love that the whole thing. Okay, well, um. We talk about Watch the Throne. It's a collaboration album between Jay-Z and Kanye West. The first production that I ever remember hearing of Kanye um, was The Truth by Beanie Siegel. At the time, I didn't know that Kanye had produced it. I didn't even know who the hell Kanye was when that song came out. Then shortly after that, um, there was this Can't Be Life on the Dynasty album. Really good with Scarface and Beanie Siegel. Jay-Z, Beanie Siegel, and Scarface. Um, but Jay and Kanye, um, they would go on to work together like a lot, a lot. There's too many songs to name. When Kanye was coming up around this can't be lifetime, you had producers like Just Blaze, who had signed with Rockefeller as well, along with Kanye. Um, Swiss Beats was big. Dre was big. The Neptunes were out of this world. Timbaland was out of this world. Storch. Um, Scott Storch. Storch, I, I feel like Storch came up slightly after that early Kanye Just Blaze period. And Scott Storch had such a big run, but a very quick run. So Cocaine. Well, it's a hell of a... (laughs) 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 Um, Okay, so Kanye was originally signed as a producer along with Just Blaze, and uh, they all knew that he wanted to rap. And so the stories were always like, anytime you hear Kanye tell it or Dame tell it, it was like, okay, well, fuck it. If he's awful... Like, we want his beats, but we can just have Cameron jump on every track, or we can have Jay jump on songs and save the album. So his first project, uh, College Dropout, came out a couple years later. I was a senior in high school when College Dropout came out, and it was, like, nothing I had ever really heard. Because, like, I never wanted to say I was into, quote-unquote, nerd rap, but that's what it felt like at the time. But it also was, like, you can be a nerdy dude, but also hang out with, like, Beanie Siegel. Cameron. So that was kind of cool because I was in the middle, right? I was cool, but wasn't a G, right? Didn't want to pop my collar like Crosby <laughs> did. Did you pop your collar? No, hell no. You sure? Yeah, I'm sure. I'm hey, just, don't let me find any old MySpace. He was in K-Swiss. Swiss. No. <laughs> no K-Swiss. What were, you, what were you guys rocking at that time? So this is like 03, 04. What were you wearing? Because this is Nike very important to Kanye. Yeah, this is Nike and Jays. Okay. Yeah. Air Force Ones from, oh, what's that shoe store? Ocini's, Ocini's, yep. yeah. That's the only place you can get them. Yeah, yep. and no I didn't get bull- mine from Chicago, actually. No bullshit. At this time, I was taken on eBay. There was a lady <laughs> selling. <laughs> there, was, there was a lady selling Air Force Ones with like you could choose. You know, so I chose Big Pun and some other artists. She would put the images on the Air Force One. You know, do custom Air Force Ones. Wow. 
paid like 180 bucks. And That's that was good. a lot of money to me at the time. Well, it, it you know, still is. Still is. is. Yeah. 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 And she took it, it and ran. And I was like, "You never got your shoes." No, it's like, what the fuck do I do when I'm that young? Yeah. Was your mom upset? Um, <laughs> I didn't tell her. <laughs> I can't believe I don't have big pun on my top five though. That's a shit album, gonna, though. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's hard to have go, an, a yeah. big pun album. You could say he's a top five MC. Yep. Okay. Whole album though is kind of tough. Um, okay, getting back to what we were talking about. This is how this is going to be. We're going to go all over the place, and it's all going to try to come back to Watch the Throne, Kanye, and Jay Z. Um, so he drops college dropout. And by the way, at that time, I was wearing Air Force Ones as well. I got some really dope Air Force Ones uh, at a basketball tournament in Denver the summer before my senior year. They were like a blue, almost like um, jean material, but they weren't. Mm. White swoosh. Got them from the Nike uh, land in Denver. Anyways. What's cool about that is the team manager, I didn't know they got shoes. <laughs> <You know? laughs> <laughs> yeah, they do. Uh, Okay, so he drops College Dropout, um, which has songs like um, Through the Wire, All Falls Down, Slow Jams. I mean, just a shitload more. Great album. There's nothing you can say to talk negatively about College Dropout. And on the way here, we were talking about, you know, his first four albums, that run. There's probably nobody that had a run like that ever, um, taking out 808s and Heartbreaks as a kind of a side album. But so, again, like I had said, they would go on to do a number of different songs number of different projects. Um, the setting up Watch the Throne. Jay's coming off of his 09 release of the Blueprint 3. Not Jay's best album by any means. Not his worst. Uh, I love the album. I like that. Yeah, I like good. it too. Yeah. But I wouldn't put it like in... Uh, okay, let's go here first. Your, your, your favorite... Your three favorite Jay-Z albums. Go. Well, I thought we were going to talk about Blueprint 3. I was all ready for that one. Okay, no, we can. Oh, no, we can't. Okay, we'll do just off the top on, of your head. You both, he you, I don't had fucking my fucking notes. paper. Look at it. <laughs> all right, Stick so, to the slides. <laughs> DOA. Yeah, DOA is great. Run This Town's on that one. Yep. On to the next one. Yep. Also one of my favorite music videos all That's time. That's in my notes. Oh, the music video is amazing. Ridiculous. Yeah, amazing. Yep. And then off that with Drake. Yep. So I was thinking, I was like, ah, that album... Was it good? I couldn't really remember because a lot of the shit I haven't listened to in a long time. Mm-hmm. And I went back and I looked at the track list and yeah, I listened to that shit a lot. It was a yeah. good album. I loved Already Home with Cuddy. Great song. It is a good album, but I'm talking about with... His catalog? or Yeah, his catalog. I'm going Black Album, yeah. Volume 2, and Blueprint 3. Those are my favorite. Blueprint 3 over yeah. Blueprint? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, I, I, say it again. Say what you say. Black that. album. Ooh. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, volume two, um, and then three, and then three. Holy shit! I go the first. I, I go uh, black album. Reasonable doubt. Blueprint. I really love American Gangster. Like I put that album on. and I'll listen to the whole thing the whole way through. As we were talking about, you need to listen on the way here. You need to listen to the album <laughs> from start to finish. That's that's one. I do love. I do like Blueprint Three, but I can't listen to every single song, like nonstop. Yeah, I didn't listen to a lot of Jay Z either for a long time. Tupac ruined me. He did. He ruined me. <laughs> he did. You missed out on a lot of great music. I did. Um, okay, another song that was on Blueprint Three that we didn't mention was "Young Forever" with Mr. Hudson. Great song. Remix of "Forever" or remix redo of "Forever Young." And then I thought to myself, what the fuck happened to Mr. Hudson? You guys remember Mr. Hudson? Really pale guy, blonde hair. 
was on a shitload of Kanye stuff, signed the good yeah. music. I didn't have blonde hair. You pointed you at me. Tips. I did it. Not not at that. Not in no way. What happened to him? <laughs> I don't know. Looked him oh. up. He just doesn't do music anymore. That's another frosted tips. Both. Oh. <laughs> Well, the frosted tips was a long gun. Long gun. <laughs> they left with the, with the yeah. Anyways, um, all right. So, Blueprint three oh nine two thousand ten. Kanye is coming off of my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Mm. Fucking amazing. That's another one front to back you can listen to. Yep. Um, it's in my top ta- top ten albums of all time. Uh, there's I don't even know what 10. I would say about it other than that it's just a fucking great album. You guys want to add anything to that? Mm. Yeah, it's in my top 10. But yeah. Graduation's in my top five of all time. That's what's hard for me. I love them both. And I don't know which one I like better. I couldn't pick. I mean, you have college dropout, graduation, late registration. To me, it's all just put them all together. So much, uh, a lot of evolution, too. His rhymes get better. And then, like, it seems like after my beautiful, dark, twisted fantasy, his rhymes kind of aren't as good. Kind of dopey. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. It's like he's really hungry, the first four. He went for the cheap shit, it feels like. Yeah. Is that the Kim years after? Or was he already with? No. So, so I think up until, I think right before Yeezus is when That's, he gets okay. with Kim, which I think Yeezus is 2013. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Right around there. Yeezus is good, though. I like I, I did. I did not like it at all when it first came out. I was like, what the fuck is this? But it, going back and listening to it, it's a really good album. Like New Slaves, man. That's, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Shit. Blood on the Leaves, too. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Really, really good. I guess he did most of that album with Rick Rubin. I watched an interview with Rick Rubin, and you know how, I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with, like, where Rick lives, but he has, like, this bus that's turned into a, a studio in his back, in his, I call it, I say a backyard, but it's like a fucking, you know, a zoo almost. It's really dope how they did that. He has a so. buffalo in his... Yeah, fucking Buffalo. In his foyer. In his foyer. <laughs> you remember that from uh, the making well, of the yeah. Black album? <laughs> Fade the Black. Fade yeah, the there guy. we go. Okay, so both great albums. Um, let's set this up a little bit. So, <clears throat> excuse me. These two uh, were probably like two of the five biggest stars in hip-hop at this time. I had wrote down in, in 2011. So you had Nikki, who was coming up with Pink Friday. Say what you want. It was uh, pretty popular. Crosby, calm down. Drake, um, Wayne. So Drake had Take Care. Wayne had the Carter Four, which I thought was dog shit. I didn't like it. I've never oh, been a big like Wayne. Any, yeah, you don't like Wayne anyway. But compared to Carter Two and Three, it yeah. just doesn't hold up. But Carter Four sold one point one point nine million records. It was the top selling hip hop album that year. Over Watch the Throne, over some of these albums I'm about to name. Really? Yeah. Wow. Baby got most of that money. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> he did. So Drake's Take Care sold 1.25. Watch the Throne sold 1.23. So Watch the Throne was the third highest selling hip hop album that year behind Drake and Wayne. I was looking at some of the awards, and we'll talk about this, but it's just crazy where Watch the Throne landed. Yeah. So some of the other albums that came out prior to watch. Oh, one thing I forgot to mention. As far as music as a whole goes in 2011, there wasn't anybody that was fucking with Adele as far as record sales go. So her album 21 sold 5.8 million. So when you think about that, you add up Wayne's Carter 4, you add up Drake's Take Care, and you add up Watch the Throne. Altogether, they don't equal what Adele sold that year. Another Rick Rubin-produced album. 
So oh, that's, really? Yeah. Yep, he did that whole album. Wow. Uh, executive produced that album. Um, and then the second leading um, uh, seller that year was Lady Gaga, Born This Way, and that was 2.1 million. I like that album. I liked it. 2.1 million was the second highest selling album. It's not in my top 20, but I like it. It's fine. Everyone has their taste. Um, But you look at that. 2.1 million for Gaga, 5.8 for Adele. That was the gap between one and two. There was also like a Christmas album that sold 2 million. I didn't even want to count it because it's with Michael Buble Christmas. I think it was 2.2 million. Why wouldn't you buy that? You guys looked at me weird. Are you saying you never listen to Gaga? Like no, no. I've listened to Gaga. Yeah, no, sure. No, I don't. But I okay. It's not like a thing. It's a well, no, 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 no. But like, she she deserved that. Okay. Okay. All right. No. Yeah. Um. Shout out. Okay. A- Akon actually signed her, and I can't yeah. imagine the money Akon made off of yeah. that. Took her to um. Who's the head of? Don't lock eyes with me like that. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy uh, Iveen. Have you heard the story about? Him signing her? Goddamn bug. No, I haven't. He's like, yeah, she came in and just confused me, talking about Andy Warhol and all this shit. And he's like, yeah, I had to sign her. <laughs> that seems like a good reason to sign somebody. Um, all right, let me touch on some of the other albums, in hip-hop anyways, that came out prior to Watch the Throne. And you guys can chime in on any of these if you're like, oh, I remember this, I like this. Um, so February, two kind of um, up-and-coming hip-hop stars release albums and guys that I thought were going to be not necessarily huge, but bigger than they ended up being. And that was Saigon, the greatest story never told. Mm. Obviously, come on, baby. The whole thing is produced Mm. by just blaze. I think almost the whole album, um, the come on baby remix with Jay-Z was huge. Then also Joel Ortiz with free agent, Mm. both pretty good albums. But again, those guys never reached the the heights that I thought they would March. I know this is going to get Crosby going. Lupe Fiasco's Lasers. I didn't like it. Okay, that, I was going to go here. And then also Wiz Khalifa's um, Rolling Papers, Black and Yellow, a couple other songs. These are two different artists. So Wiz Khalifa, that's essentially his first album. Uh, Lupe, it's his third. Lasers, his third, because yeah, the third. cool. And the, yeah. Food and liquor. Yep. yep. So at this crazy. point, as far as a commercial sell, Wiz is rising while Lupe's going yeah, the other way. Lasers suck. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to remember the song off of Lasers, and I didn't write it down. I'm a dumbass. That Superstar? A... No, that so was that off was a of... cool. That was a cool. Yeah. Okay. No, Food and... Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, the cool. Yeah. Yep. Um, okay, so March... Or I'm sorry, that was March. May, we get Beastie Boys, Hot Sauce Committee Part 2, and then Tyler, the creator's <sighs> debut album, Goblin. Anyone want to come in about Goblin? Because that was wow. Yeah, it was the first time you saw first time Tyler. I saw that, yeah, first time I saw that video. Yeah, the video it was, was crazy. Wild. He ate the cockroach. Yeah, the beat just so. <laughs> Every video I'm a from fucking walking paradox. Every video from that guy <laughs> is fucking wild. Yeah, uh, the first time I saw Tyler, it was him and uh, Haji Beats, and they were performing on Jimmy Fallon. If you guys haven't seen it, watch it. It's fucking insane. It was right around. It was right before his album came out. Why would he let them do that? Because the roots put him on there. Oh. It was in, you guys need to pull it up. It's insane. Jimmy if you're Fallon, watching this, yeah. I'll put it in the, in the podcast um, description, the link. It's one of the funniest performances at the end. Most Def is hanging on Jimmy Fallon screaming swag. <laughs> <laughs> swag, swag. It's pretty dope. Um, all right, June, we get Bad Meets Evil, Hell, the sequel mm-hmm. with Eminem and Royce. The biggest song off that was Lighters with Bruno Mars. 
Uh, June, again, we get Big Sean's Finally Famous, where he just released a 10-year anniversary. Solid uh, album. Good album. July, whew, July, Kendrick, Section 80. Bro, oh, oh, yeah, yep. Section 80. Thank you. Yes, no, that's, <laughs> Section 80's up there, bro. Mm-hmm. So I remember. High Power. High Power is huge. God. This is when I worked at E-Trade. Mm. Shout and, out to E-Trade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I would go through Hip Hop DX. Oh, yep. And I'd look through all the new albums, and I'd listen to things from there. Still and do I that. Heard, Do you? Yeah. Hell yeah. And <laughs> I heard Section 80, and I was like, oh, holy shit. Yeah. And I text my cousin Marcus about it, and I, I fucking sent him songs, and I was just hyped up. I remember it was just wild, and I, I, I mean, I fell in love with Kendrick just right away. And then even, um, so Ronald Reagan era on there is probably my favorite track. Mm. And another story, I remember when... We're about to have my daughter, and we decided we're going to name her Nalia. Mm -hmm. And my wife was like, all right, well, how are we going to spell it? And I went back to the song Blow My High, Mm -hmm. where he says he spells out Aaliyah. Mm -hmm. And that just always, like, went through my head, went through my head. And I was like, that's it? Yeah. So it like influenced how my daughter was named. Like, that that was a big album for me. Yeah. A huge one. I I love Section 80. I didn't know about it. I knew about High Power um, when it came out. That's the only thing I really knew. And then um, probably a year after it came out, I went back and listened. But yeah, uh, great. The the interesting thing is with Kendrick in Section 80, a lot of people don't consider that his um, real, his major debut album because it was independent. Um, I mean, I, I think when you compare that to Good Kid, Mad City, like Good Kid is one of my, it's not my top five, obviously, but it's in my top 10 albums. So it's, Better than Section 80. Section 80 is a great album, though. Yep. Um, also, not to, be, not to be outshined in July, DJ Khaled, We the Best Forever. <laughs> I'm on one. Say what the fuck you want oh, about Khaled. Shit. Khaled's albums, he's going to have a lot of really great radio tracks, but he puts people together yeah. that shouldn't be That's together. With Drake, right? Yeah. Yep. yeah Drake, they played that Ross. At wedding, and yeah. people went fucking crazy. At your wedding? Yeah. Who played it? You did. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. I remember That's my right. dad was in the middle of this shit, just going crazy. Oh, that was a fun yeah. wedding. Uh, also in July, J Rock, Follow Me Home, which Underrated. is interesting. Two top, two top dog artists, Kendrick and J Rock, both put out mm. albums. Um, Follow Me Home had the song Ghetto with uh, Lil Wayne and Will I Am. Remember who was on it first, though? Tell me. Um, Kendrick. Kendrick was doing the, the hook. There's an unreleased one. Really? Yeah. I, I didn't know that. And that's the best version. I don't know why they switched it to Will I Am. Well, I, I mean, probably to get people to try to buy the song. Do, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you had Wayne on it. You didn't have to put anyone else on it at that time because fuck his shit album sold 1.8 million. Okay. Um, that rounds up before this. August 8th, the only hip-hop album to drop that day. Watch the throne so what watch the throne features frank ocean the dream uh beyonce technically otis redding yeah technically he's on the credits yeah yep no but physically he's i mean he's on the song song. (laughs) (laughs) uh mr hudson as we had talked about before curtis mayfield songs are produced obviously by kanye 88 keys swiss beats hit boy Neptunes, RZA, Q-Tip, Southside, Lex Luger, No ID, and Pete Rock. 
I mean, if you want to make a hip hop album, yep. you all you need is what? Two of those guys, really. You know? This is yeah. Um, so we're gonna start it like this, I think. I wanna go to your memory. You good? <laughs> you guys can say this, whatever this you happens, want. To... This happens. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're just giggling. We're just looking at each other. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So to, to paint a picture for people, I'm I look at my notes and then I look back at these guys and they're either giggling or they're just staring dead at me. <laughs> it's fucking awkward. <laughs> like we haven't known each other for a long fucking time. Uh, okay, so um, let's talk about this. So I always think that. Well, actually, let's do this first. The first song I remember hearing off of Watch the Throne was Ham. Oh, yeah. Because that was released way before the album was put out. How did you feel when you first heard that? I fucking hated it. Yeah. Really? I had, I, 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 I had really mixed emotions. The very first time I heard yeah. it, I was like, man, I really? said, I, I said, this, these guys are going to... Because in the, uh, October before, so October 2010, they had said that, okay, we're going to put out a... It was supposed to be like a five-song EP, seven-song EP. And I was like, if this is what they're leading with... I expected Kanye production. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. I heard people didn't like it. <laughs> I'm not, so it's not so in, my, like in my research for this shit, yeah. I found everything I could, and I, I saw that people did not like him. Yeah. I loved mm-hmm. the shit when I first heard it. Man, I just couldn't. I knew what it was. It was supposed to just kind of be like a hype track. It wasn't supposed to be mm-hmm. super serious, not super lyrical, nothing like that. It was just supposed to be kind of a hype track. I just needed something more for the first song off of what I thought uh, was just going to be an EP. The crazy thing now is I love it. It's great. Like, yeah, yeah, I'll play that's, it. That's a, gym, that's a gym track. <laughs> yeah, for real. Um, so what uh, was that? The, so that's the song that you guys remember first. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, the first official single off of the album was Otis. Oh, God. Was it? Yeah. Yes. I thought it was Niggas in Paris. Oh. No. So Otis, and I sent you guys <sighs> this a little while ago. Otis, Funk Flex premiered it on Hot 97. Mm, so. guy. The song, the Otis itself is two minutes and 58 seconds, right? Of a genius. <clears throat> great, Fucking great song. Flex. The time it took Flex to complete the song was 22 minutes and 10 seconds. So just to, some backstory for people, if, for whatever reason, if you're not familiar with Funk Master Flex, he, uh, like a lot of New York DJs, yells over tracks, says a lot of shit, shouts people out. Incessantly. Will drop bombs, will restart the song. He's very famous for the flex bomb, is what they call it. Do you, either one of you guys want to do that? Oh, that was <laughs> I, that, that <laughs> sounded like something. That, so, that did not nasty. Hold on, there might That's, be. Nope, nope. nope. He didn't need that. All right, there's no sound Here's effect the thing, for a flex If you bomb. knew how to do it, why did you ask us? I just, I, you are great with your sound effects, and I thought, but it, it sounded like something wrong. totally different. You thought wrong. That's what I heard in my headphones. I don't know if that's what the people heard. <laughs> nope. Okay. So, anyways, took him 22 minutes and 10 seconds. He dropped 63 flex bombs. He liked it. It deserved it. It deserved it. 100%. Absolutely. 100%. I just don't like that. He, okay, he ruined songs. I talked to you about Annie Up. Yeah. Oh, my God. Exactly. See, <laughs> and unfortunately, we can't listen to any of the New York radio stations here, but I can imagine, like, when it's dropping, like, it had to be super hype right. like, for someone. For I, someone feel, I feel like Although this, I do feel the same way you do. I feel like this time period is the, the very end of songs breaking from a DJ on the radio. Because yeah. after this, you start to see, I mean, everything hits the internet, like, really everything. Then you get your DSPs. There's no way to break a record anymore which sucks because at some point I wanted to do that. 
Jay-Z is going to put it on a DSP first. So Otis, though, is... 63 flex bombs, 25 times that Funk Flex restarted the song without completing it. <laughs> Can you imagine just, like, driving and then hearing it and then... Like, fuck. Exactly. <laughs> or, damn, I can't even do it. <laughs> That's better. Pretty good. That Thank is you. fucking good. I'm mad at it. Okay, so to me, music takes you back to a very specific time or place in your life. So when you think Watch the Throne, what's the first thing that comes to mind? Okay, mine. Let me go first. <laughs> okay, I'm taking, go ahead. It's mine. <laughs> go ahead. So I remember on my honeymoon in Cancun, mm-hmm. our like pregame going down to the, the pool and drinking shit, it was niggas in Paris. Right. And I would just play it over and over <clears throat> and over. So that's the first memory. Okay. Next one, 10 months later, Mike and I go to Cancun. <laughs> just to get just the two of you? Just us two. Okay. <laughs> That was it. No family. And we, all right. So at that time, we had this thing where we would get drunk and then we would record music, music videos because we were adults. We did that. Yeah. Yeah. So it'd be like 2 a.m. and sometimes there'd be costumes, whatever. Sure. It was music videos. And so we decided to do that in Cancun. So that was to, what was the track? Otis. No, it wasn't Otis. No, it was, um, oh, gotta have, gotta have it. it. Gotta have it. Yeah. yeah. That's right. So we're going through Our a, a hotel lobby. Yep. Yeah. Hotel lobby. And you were doing Jay-Z and I was doing Kanye. Yeah. Just in the middle of everybody. No shirts on, if you can imagine that. I couldn't have been happier when you guys sent me that because I wasn't there. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is cool. These guys are in Cancun and mm-hmm. we'll decide to send this. One take? I think it was one take. It was one take. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, we're lip syncing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's not many. Yeah. <laughs> Even if you fucked it up, yeah. no one would know. <laughs> uh, it, it'll be on the... Will Wonder podcast. Or yeah, I'll put it up. IG. I'll put it up on the IG yeah. at the Will Wonder really? pod. Yeah, he sent it to me. I have it. Oh shit! Yeah, that's <laughs> what What about you, Mike? What is uh? What is, or did you have anything else to add? Crowley? No. Okay. Adriana bought me that. Like, I didn't know she had bought me the album. Right. Adriana's so, his wife, by the way. Yep. Adriana, my wife. Yeah. I get off work. She used to pick me up. Um, mm-hmm. we drove. I can't remember where we drove. We get something to eat. She's like, "Oh yeah, I got you something." Pulls out, watch the throne. Damn. I was like, babe. Mm. Oh, oh, that's wifey. Yep. I was like, <laughs> in- incredible. And, um, you know, it wasn't the deluxe version, though. So mm. it didn't have, it, it didn't have, it, you know, ham or, or some right. of the other ones. But, um, yeah, that, that was do, my first memory. Adriana like that on the podcast. I know. Okay. He oh, could have no, left it, that it, out. No, no, oh. well, <laughs> But it wasn't the deluxe. And here's the thing. She I wasn't spent mad because. $3 I, more. I, I wasn't mad because I didn't like, I didn't really like ham. I didn't mm. know what else was on there. But I, I mean, I didn't, it's not like I disliked it, but it wasn't like right. anything crazy. But right. it's just funny because that's what I remember. Like, oh, they didn't put it on the album. Yeah. Um, but I didn't know it was safe for a deluxe version. But yeah, in a parking lot somewhere, I opened the album, you know, in her Pontiac, old Pontiac. Crazy. I remember. Mm, yeah. <laughs> was that when you had the Mustang? I didn't have the Mustang yet. Wow. What were you I driving? I didn't have a car yet. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, I forgot. Or I had sold the, yeah, I sold the Jeep and I, and I was in between right. rides. Just like a two-year period. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> it could have been. <laughs> um, so for me, two things. I was working in RC Wheelie. We both were working we in RC were, Wheelie. Yeah. Um, and I left to go buy the album. I went to FYE on my lunch, and, and I just remember like looking at it, and there was the regular and the deluxe, and I was like, wow, look at the deluxe packaging. <laughs> got to spend the three more dollars. So I got it, thought it was really dope. The second thing that I, re- I think about when I think about Watch the Throne is uh, at your wedding, Crosby, mm-hmm. I played Paris. That's what I call it. Can't say the first word. Gentleman in Paris. Jig is in Paris. So I, play, I played Paris. And as you said, you went on your honeymoon and came back. 
And you said, I, I played this song back to back to back in, in Cancun. Yep. In Cancun, why didn't you play it at the wedding? And I looked yeah. at you like... I said that? I fucking played it at your I wedding. Think I was ripped his really pants drunk. to that. I yeah, said, you I were remember. sitting... Yeah, I, was, I drank a lot. Yeah. yeah. So um, I just want to point that one thing out because you obviously still don't remember it. No. But um, it just goes to show that I've always been ahead of the curve musically, and I want... Yeah. And that you hold grudges and, and <laughs> hold on to that shit, but yeah. Okay, well. Uh, yeah. Also, one more thing. I went to the concert in Vegas, watched the Throne concert with Daniel. And we're sitting there. Frank Ocean's supposed to open up. Doesn't. We're like, whatever. Who gives a shit? He would have done like uh, Pyramids, Novocaine maybe. I don't even think Pyramids was out yet. Novocaine's great though. Novocaine's great. I wasn't there for Frank. Frank. I love Frank Ocean's music. Wasn't Amazing. there for him. Um, Kanye and Jay come out an hour late. No it's big Vegas, deal. That's what happens. It's Vegas. Yep. It's Vegas. Yeah. We were, uh, yeah. And uh, there were these two dudes behind us that were extremely fucked up. And yeah, go ahead and take a shot. Both of you go ahead. Shot time. I'll just cheers with my um, drink. You want yeah. one? There's not enough left. Yeah, go ahead and kill that. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Funny story real quick about the concert. Actually, not funny, but my boy Wonder brought me back a shirt. Yeah. From the, I still have it. Um, he bought me a double X. <laughs> <laughs> Can we talk about Mike in 2011, though? You were bigger. It was a, it was a different Mike. Yeah, it was a different Mike. Okay, you weren't not swole you like you are now with the tiny waist. <laughs> I wasn't yeah. chiseled, but I wasn't double X, though. Uh, <laughs> single X? I was single. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad. That's on me. Right. But hey, no, that's that was love because I was like, yeah. man, because that sure had to be. I mean, I can imagine Jay Z and they were expensive. Kind of, yeah, I just got you one. I didn't get me one. I'm. You're welcome. Really? Yeah. Really? Frame it. God. Yeah, I didn't get me one. So uh, we're I'm at to frame that. By the way, put in. Yeah, you should. Yeah, you're gonna frame it. We're at this concert, yeah, um, waiting. These dudes behind us are super fucked up. They're they're probably like our age, at the time. They spill a beer on us. Not on purpose, but they, then they did it again. So I turned oh, around and I socked the guy in his chest. And Daniel was like, in the chest? What the f- <laughs> yeah, I punched him in his chest. I said, stop fucking around. Stop. <laughs> well, I, if you, dro- if you dr- drop a beer on me twice, there's a problem. Yeah. And, uh, and they both pulled. And then, then, of course, right when this is happening, this concert's getting ready to start. Lights go. The music comes on. I'm like, fuck. The guy pulls me in close. Hey, Hey, bro, I'm sorry. You want any pills? No, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. Halfway through the concert, these two dudes are just slumped out. The pills did them in. Or whatever. What were they? I don't know. I didn't ask. I wasn't on. I I, never in my life have I, have I ex, uh, experimented with pills. As an FYI. Viagra. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and take that, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, so that's what it reminds me of. So, before we get into the album album, um, <clears throat> a couple more questions for you guys. So, let's see. Where did I leave off? All right. What is your favorite? Wow. Don't mind Mike's laptop. That's why <laughs> that's Crosby why, has paper, paper. And that's also why I turned off my notifications on my laptop. Mm-hmm. Um, what is your favorite non-Watch the Throne Kanye and Jay-Z collaboration? Crosby, go ahead. Hold on. I can't find out my sheet right now. <laughs> Highlight it. You should have highlighted that shit. All right, I would have brought a sharpie and just crossed things out. It's on the back. I got it. All right, so Renegade. Mm, Okay. Okay. 
Are we counting that? Does that, does that count? Did Kanye produce Renegade? Well, I'm talking about like collab, right? Like you're talking about Jay-Z doing something. No, 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 no. I'm talking about a Kanye-Jay-Z collab. So like. Oh. Yeah. So your text. Yeah, you you misled me. Sorry. You misled me on the text. Uh, I didn't. That's fine. No, because I was thinking about Jay-Z collaborating with other artists. Okay. Well, let's do that then. That's fine. That's that's the direction this is going to go now. Okay. (laughs) And I was thinking, I was thinking Renegade with Eminem. Okay. That was a big deal. It's, it was huge. A big deal. Yeah. And that just proved that Eminem was a better lyricist. Mm-hmm. And then on uh, Veni Veni Vici. Oh. Right, with DMX and Ja Rule. It's murder. Yeah. Oh, my God. So those are the what two that just stuck out. Motherfucker. Take. It's murder. Post up. Well, we're not going to get into a freestyle battle right now, but yeah. Uh, classic. Amazing. Oh, yes. Um, okay. All right, Mike. Uh, I don't know if you did your assignment correctly, but you can talk about whatever you'd like I, right now. <laughs> um, H to the Izzo. Ooh. I mean, is the like pinnacle of a Kanye beat Jay Z lyrics. Yeah, I have Doesn't two. I have two because I did um, one where Kanye just produced it, one where they rapped together. So production, um, or he just produced it. It has to be Takeover from the Blueprint, where he takes the Doors five to one sample. Yeah. Love that. Um, and then Jay disses Nas and Prodigy. Classic. Great song. And Jay won the Nas battle, just so we're all clear. Mike, thoughts? Uh, thoughts? Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> thoughts? So you don't think he did? <laughs> Ether is a better song. I love Takeover. How no, is Ether a better takeover song? song? How is Ether a better song? I don't know, because hip-hop minds agree. I, I don't know. It's not me. I'm not a talker. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I don't know. You're the minority <laughs> here. Agree. Oh no, I love them both, but Ether was a better diss track. Uh, throw this poll up on IG, and we'll we will we'll settle this. All right, perfect. Um, uh, Encore as well. Encore was uh, great from Black Album, and then Heart of the City. That beat oh my just, god! And he talks about it on his outro on um, College Dropout mm-hmm. about. And if you haven't listened to that whole thing, like it's incredible. The like, outro to College Dropout is one of my favorite outros in the history of. Kanye's Outros. life and how he came to produce beats, like it's just incredible. Yeah, which we'll, which we'll get into in a minute. Um, oh, and then uh, <laughs> again, we're gonna go on tangents. So, takeover for one that Kanye produced. Um, if it's them rapping together, there's a lot that they rap together. But I think my favorite is Click off of the Cruel Summer album. Click's good. Yeah, we also did Monsters good. Video to that Monsters too. good. Jay's verse on Monsters sometimes mm-hmm. bugs me though. The beginning. Where's all King Kong, yeah. Loch Ness, Godzilla, Goblin, yeah. Goon, Zombie, but no conscience. And then it's just like, it's cool, but He it's, didn't write it down, though, right? Well, he didn't. That's what's... <laughs> I mean, that's be more... That's I, didn't write what, I didn't write that down just now. That's good. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is probably um, the best collab album, at least hip-hop-wise, ever. Oh, ever. Ever. So... There's some good ones, too. There are. Um, so my question is this. What others have you liked... And then also, who else would you like to see do a collab album? Blackout, two of them. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Meth and Red, obviously, but DJ Quick and Corrupt mm. had great ones. Excellent. I remember we. Um, I have a really interesting one. Distant Relatives. Yeah. No, that's what I have. I have Distant Relatives is one of my favorite. I have one more that you didn't think of that I'm excited to share. So I was go with Black Star. Yeah, yeah, I have that one. <clears throat> Royce and Eminem. Now, when they now, now hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. When they do shit, there's some songs where they, it's like absolutely crazy. The lyricism, 
Yeah. And then they go like Royce tries to go weird like Eminem does and it just doesn't work. Right. And that's some of the, the tracks on there. But when they decide to go lyrical, it's fucking it's ridiculous. And then I, I mean, can you say run the jewels? Can you say run the jewels as a collab? That's the thing, like you wanna say that. Killer that, Mike did his own shit yeah, and then LP and, did his yeah. own shit, right? So uh, technically, uh, yes. But I think they're a group now. They are. And they, so, they're so, but, they're but bigger. I, I agree because I love them obviously. Yeah, the run run the jewels are amazing. Um I do like Drake and Future, but only really the Drake uh, parts. Just yeah, the Drake okay, parts. Okay, yeah. So I'm, you like Drake? Drake. I'm leaving, I'm leaving <laughs> the podcast. Just the Drake parts. And then so the, see, ones, the ones I'd want to see are obviously Kendrick and Cole. Like yeah. everybody's been waiting for that. Never happened. It won't happen. Uh, I also, I'm a huge D Smoke fan. And he, oh, he kind of has like a similar thing to Kendrick. So yeah. I thought that might be mm-hmm. dope. And then Royce and Black Thought. Mm, I thought it would be sick. That'd be good. It'd yeah. just be bars on bars. Oh, yeah. Have you heard rap on steroids they yeah. did? Oh, it's fucking amazing. Yeah. You said you had one more. You pointed at me. Oh, but it's not too lyricist. It's Prime. Oh, yeah. You, no, that's Prime's good. good. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Prime's dope. Royce and, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, who, who did you have? So as far as ones that I liked, like you guys have named them all. So Black Star. Oh, no, you didn't name them all. One that you forgot, and I can't believe you forgot it. You know where I'm going? Stimulus? Yes. God, I knew Freeway it. and Jake won stimulus package. <laughs> the, all the songs on there are great. Freeway's great. Jake One's production's great. The packaging to that fucking album. Oh my album. God. <sighs> it was. You. You're talking about the physical. The physical copy. This was hard. 20, uh, no, 2009. Yeah. When this came out. When did we drop? 2010. Hood, uh, on our way to the hood. Two, 2000, no, 2009. Later 2009. So, so yeah, because we used like three beats off of, the, off of that album for our mixtape. It was a great depression, but they still had enough to do that packaging. It was, yeah, it was the best packaging I've ever seen. It was, yeah. Crazy. It was. One that I think I would like to see, because, I mean, Kendrick and Cole, obviously, but that can happen. Um, One that I think that would be really dope and might be kind of slept on would be, like, uh, Post Malone and Jack Harlow. Oh, that would be fire. fucking Jack Okay, but here, you'd have to have Post Malone just on the hooks, though. Yeah. Like, singing. Same thing with Future. Same thing with Future. Just hooks. Jack Harlow, though, I mean, he's like a he's like a white Kendrick. So yeah. he's so fucking have, amazing. Like you could put those two Whoa, in the same. Oh, don't do that. Jack Harlow don't and Kendrick, they're on the that. same oh level. Oh my god, don't fucking do that. <laughs> don't 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 compare anybody to Kendrick. Don't do that. And then if, don't fucking do it. It might be better than damn. I, I don't know. Uh, I'm just I, I'm talking out loud here. But Jack's Kendrick next. is lyrical. He's conscious. He's all of it. And you're talking about fucking Jack Harlow. <laughs> he's conscious. Get the fuck you know out what it is to be white in America right now. Out of my fucking face. <laughs> so Crosby, just so you know, before Jesus Christ, before we uh, earlier today, I called Mike and I said I'm gonna fuck with Crosby. Is that <laughs> it? I'm gonna say I is hope. That it? I yeah. hope that I'm gonna say I hope that there's a Post Malone and Jack Harlow collaboration because <laughs> oh, pushing my button. Yeah, I know your face. I wish we had. A, I wish we could have recorded the video because you were you're fucking scrunched up. What the fuck? <laughs> Oh, that was good. Okay. All right. Yeah. So obviously Kendrick and Cole would be lined up. Wasn't serious, right? (laughs) No. Thank you. I don't even like Jack Carlo. I don't even know who that is. I don't even know. I'm just making sure. And Post Malone, are you serious? (laughs) (laughs) After he said that hip hop, uh, like you can't go it for. Yeah. yeah, I was like, bro. Don't do that. Canceled. Don't do that. And he's a Cowboys fan. Fuck him off. It's a bad person. He seems like a nice guy. Maybe. All right. We're going to get into the album itself. Um, and obviously, this is going to go a lot of different ways, but I'm going to try this. I've never done this before. Five seconds each, I think, is what you can get away with on Apple mm. and Spotify. 
See if we can. <laughs> I've got a counter. That's seven. No, That's... I got. I've got a counter. I've got the actual. Ca- I can see the time on my phone. So album starts out. No other way to start an album. Amazing beat. beat. Amazing. Incredible. Beat. Yeah. Have yeah. you heard this? Have you heard how he, Kanye found that beat? No, tell me. So it's eighty-eight keys. Yeah, eighty-eight it, keys is yeah. the yep. So producer. He, he was going through eighty-eight keys SoundCloud and found that baseline. Like he had it on the SoundCloud. Jesus. And he emailed them, requested, hey, can you do this? Can you make a couple adjustments? We'll use it for the album. It becomes this. Frank Ocean. Frank Ocean. That. It's that right there. How is that going to work with the five seconds? I don't know. (laughs) Is it like five seconds? Is it cumulative or? We'll see what happens. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. We're five seconds time. Right now. You don't know. You're if we have to record it, fuck know. it. We'll record it. We gotta call Cody. I'll, I'll have the actual <laughs> audio so I can just cut it out. And then people are gonna be like, Cody's our lawyer, about? by the way. Yeah, that's, that's our lawyer. Okay. Shout out to him. I need, if I need help. Lawyer. Okay, so I, I have a bunch of different, we can go into the tracks, obviously, but I have a bunch of different um, questions that I had asked you guys to prepare for. <clears throat> I got my sheet. So I wanna start out. We all know that. Um, Jay-Z and Kanye are very braggadocious, yes. if you will. Yep. Um, I like to call it stunt-tastic. You did. Yeah. In the notes. So the question yeah. would be, and I have a whole verse. You can have a line, whatever. Most stunt-tastic line or verse. And whoever would like to go first can. But you have to say it with a little bit of swag, with a little bit of stunt-tasticness. So fuck is stunt tat? What does that mean? Do it, do it. Let's <laughs> see. Let's what see. What does if you that have mean? It. Let's see if you Just have it. Act like you're them. Will you start and show us? No, nope. your podcast. Go ahead. You're the guest. I right, go ahead, Mike. I've led every single one. You. Go no, ahead. no, you go ahead. No, you got no. it. You got it. I invented right. swag. What comes next? Popping bottles, putting supermodels in the cab. Proof. I guess I got, got my, my swag. swag. And then it, it distorts. You guys notice that? Like he yells it. Yep. Yeah. Yes, yep. I got my swag. Why is that? I don't know. Truth. New watch alert. Hublot. I didn't know what a fucking Hublot was when this set came out. Why? I did, wasn't on that tax bracket. Whoa. I had a Echo watch more than likely. <laughs> Mark Echo. <laughs> Shout oh. out to Mark Echo. Started Shout complex. Echo. Right, right, little rhino logo. Yeah. New watch alert. Hublot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or the big face Roly. I, I got, got two, two of those. Yep. Arm out the window through the city, I maneuver slow, cock back, back snap back, back. see my cut, cut through the, the holes. Yeah. And then Kanye yeah. comes in. And then, Damn, yeah. hold on, hold on. I Kay. got my hair cut today. Can you see my cut through the holes? <laughs> That's why I did it. I can't see. There's, I, I, he said snap back. Yeah, well, oh, snap yeah, back. Was a snap Hat back. back. See my cut through the holes. Then the second part, the J comes in. Photo shoot fresh, looking like wealth. I'm about mm-hmm. to call the paparazzi all myself. Yeah. Ugh. That sounds really like interesting. Live that. from the Mercer. What's that? I don't know. Run up on Yeezy the wrong way. I might. Flee in the G450. What is that? Plane. Plane. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> 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 I might murk. Okay, G450. I might surface. Political refugee. You're going, you're going to my favorite line right now. Go Asi- ahead. Going. Asylum can't be purchased. Yep. Uh, everything's for sale. That's I got it. five passports. I'm, I'm never, never going, going to jail. jail. Yep. Let me, let me spit that. But Kanye's, Kanye's right after is dope too. Yeah. yeah. Anyone want to go? What do you say? I made Jesus walks. I'm, I'm never, never going, going to hell. hell. Console level flow was never going, going on sale. No. Nope. Luxury rap, uh. Hermes, a verse, sophisticated ignorance, write my, my curses in cursive. cursive. 
Mm-hmm. I get it custom. Mm-hmm. You a customer? <laughs> you ain't accustomed to going to customs. You ain't been nowhere. Huh? That was like the number one thing me and Mike would put when we go through customs yeah, exactly. on the post. Yes, we for seventeen did. years. I'll still do it after. You ain't been nowhere. Huh? Um. So that's what I have for the most fantastic well, line slash first. Mike, mine. do you have anything different? I had uh, illest motherfucker alive when he says, Basquiat's uh, Warhol serving as my muses, uh, my house like a museum, so I see him when I'm peeing. <laughs> and then he God. goes, usually you have to have this, to have this much taste, you have to be European. Damn. So I, I thought that was dope. Because that I have dope. a, I'm not going to brag. I have an Ansel Adams uh, re- <laughs> replica hanging. Yeah, no, he got it. He still got it in. And then I can see the TV Damn. as well. So I don't, yeah, I don't Ansel even Ansel Adams? <laughs> I'm not going to brag, but I'm going to brag. <laughs> so I can see that Ansel Adams went up here. Oh, but, that's um, great. But I, 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 knew, I knew there was going to be some, some Otis references, so I thought this one would Yeah. Be no, that's good. Thank dope. you. Thank you for Otis, switching Otis out. is that shit, man. It is. It is. Okay. Um, next category here. Is biggest what the fuck line. So this can be taken a number of ways. To me, it's just like yeah, you hear no, it and you I go, what it. the fuck? I, I, I got, got a shock. You want to go first? I, you can go first. Okay. Go All yeah. right. <laughs> and I know, I know you're, you're going to know this when I say it. So, and it's kind of like, I don't want to be a downer. But, uh, it ain't mine then. So um, I feel the pain wherever I go. 314 soldiers died in Iraq. 509 died in Chicago. Chicago. I was yeah. like, oh, yeah. yeah. That was like. That's sad. That's a, what the, and I really, I, mean, I really yeah, looked at it, and I was like, "Shit, that's that's the truth." Yeah. But yours uh, is like a deep "what the fuck." Yeah. Mine's a, like Mine a, is absolutely. Did not. you say that? But, but they were interviewing <laughs> professors. They were interviewing a bunch of uh, you know Chicago uh, locals, and they're like, "Dude, he did more to like bring awareness than yeah. and that one." Yeah, yeah, yeah. old Kanye. Yeah, old, I miss that's old true. Kanye. That's true. That's true. Miss him. We'll find out what what Donda does. No, Donda ain't gonna do it. Speaking of that, so we're recording this, uh, just so people know, this, this is being recorded uh, hours before Donda's supposed to drop. Now, we don't know if it's going to drop or not. It might not. Kanye's um, uh, past and his resume would say that it's not dropping on time. He's erratic. But we should, uh, it could happen. It could very well happen. But we don't know. So you're going to hear sure. this a couple days before the 10th anniversary of Watch the Throne. In the event that Donda does drop, we can do a follow-up. Okay, we can figure something we'll out. Be you want to do another one? Uh, we'll just come back. Yeah, fuck All it. Right. Dre's not here. Cool. <laughs> okay. Uh, go ahead, Crosby. Your biggest what the fuck line. Oh, mine was the Prince Williams. So Prince Williams ain't doing it right if you ask me, because I was him, I would have married Kate and Ashley. Yeah, yeah, that one. And then the the what she ordered fish fillet. Yeah. I remember Stupid. Saying, like, what the fuck? That was Daniel's favorite line. I know. <laughs> what I know. she ordered? Fish fillet. Yeah. No, Daniel, she didn't. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, so those are my, like, what the fucks where you're just going, all right, like, did he just say that? I so it's, it's very different than Mike's. Yeah. Mike's was very... Yeah. But honorable mention was uh, Coke on a black skin made a striped That's like one a of my favorite. I that, call that jungle. <laughs> we're skipping bro. ahead. Hold on. We're skipping ahead. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Let me get to my biggest what the fuck line, because I actually love that verse. <laughs> uh, my biggest what the fuck line is Kanye on illest motherfucker alive. Damn, baby. Pussy can't be your only hustle. Unless you bad as Naomi Russell. Do you know who Naomi Russell is? Okay, I didn't either. I didn't either. Mike didn't either, so he claims. So I Googled it. (laughs) Uh, There are two Naomi Russells that pop up. One is an Australian gymnast who won the gold at the 2006 Commonwealth Mm, Games. That doesn't seem like it. Doesn't seem like, uh, you know, and she's not an ugly woman by any means, but Mm. I don't think that's who he was talking about. I think he's talking about the second Naomi Russell, who is actually a porn star. Oh, 
Her top films, according to the internet, are right. It's a Daddy Thing, Interesting. Belladonna, okay. Manhandled, okay. and Jack's POV 2. So my question is, Mike, have you seen any of those films? <laughs> Not at all. What does POV mean? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I thought you were going to be like, no, I saw Jack's POV one. I never saw the sequel. <laughs> Anyways, back to the uh, back to the verse. So unless you bad as Naomi Russell, I mean, a lot of guys got money. So basically, Russell ain't the only Russell. True, you know, we know who he's mm-hmm. talking about there. Russell Brand, Russell Crowe, zero zero zero, a whole lot of O's. What you after actor money? <laughs> you do a great Kanye. Thank you. <laughs> You in line behind currency. I can't tell the difference. Yeah, close your eyes. You're sitting next to Kanye. Uh, You behind currency. Yeah, you after money. And this is where it just ends, and I'm like, what? Bulletproof condom when I'm in these hoes. Mm -hmm. Got staples on my dick. Why? Fucking centerfolds. Yeah, that's 101. (laughs) What? But no condom is bulletproof. Did you guys know that? True. True. I didn't do that research, but I'm glad. The Mike knows his shit. Got staples yeah. on my dick. Why fucking centerfold? Friends. Mm-hmm. That sounds painful. It's on Friends. Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't know. <laughs> I didn't watch Friends either, um, but Mike did. Yeah, I did. It's for another podcast. Yeah, not afraid of another what the fuck podcast. Yeah, but that you know, on the beat was incredible. Say those motherfuckers alive like that piano that comes yeah. in. Oh wow. Um, yeah, no, I like it. Uh, hold on. I think I skipped ahead here. <clears throat> so I have favorite verse, which you already alluded to, but you guys can give your favorite verse and then I'll Ooh. give mine. First, the first verse that kicks off the album, No Church in the Wild, Jay-Z. Go ahead. Tears on the mausoleum floor. <laughs> Blood stains the, the Coliseum, Coliseum doors. doors. Lies on the lips of a priest. priest. Thanksgiving disguised as a, a feast. Whew. You know what he's saying there? Like, yeah, no, I get it. Like doing research, like it, it's crazy. So many metaphors. Uh, Rolling in the Rolls Royce. Can, yep. Kalish. Is it a yep. Kalish? Uh, Corniche. Corniche. Uh, see, I always said Kalish. Don't even know what that is. Rolls Only Royce. the doctors get this. I'm hiding from, from police. police. Cocaine seats. Ugh, all white like I got the whole thing bleached. Drug dealer chic. <sighs> I'm wondering if a thug's prayers reach. Is pious, pious, because God loves pious. Okay, stop right there. What is that? So pious, pious, God loves some, pious. Yeah, I, I was doing some research. And Socrates asked, does, do the gods love pious because of pious, or is pious, pious because, because, the, God, because the gods love them? So pious like, is a god? Or a, no, no, no. no. Say it again. Say it again. <laughs> pious, Do the pious. gods love pious? Okay. Okay, is pious pious because the, because the co- the gods love pious or is pious or do the gods love pious because pious is pious? Mm. So are you Th- are you the, the per- next are you the in. person? Okay, go ahead. Well, he says Socrates asks, "Whose bias do y'all seek?" Yeah. So are you after the fans or or, or the uh, people above you be- giving approval, or are the people above you giving approval because you're you? That way. It's dude, super interesting. But here, uh, let me go on the next one. So, um, said he was doing research on Socrates. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the one that got me was, and and I did research because everybody knows the, the lyrics, but yeah, um, Jesus was a carpenter, Lazy, Yeezy laid beats, yeah, Hova flow the Holy, Holy Ghost, Ghost, get the, get the hell, hell up out your seats, yeah, preach. And when you think about it through research, is it's saying, okay, Yeezy was a carpenter. 
And Jesus was a carpenter. Oh, yeah, sorry, sorry. Beats. And yeah, Yeezy laid beats. So, so is he setting up Jesus? Uh, no, in Kanye's it, mind. It, it's the idea that Hova is the Holy Ghost that's going to bring them to that next level. Yeah, yeah, oh, they're doing the bottom. The they're, they're doing the bottom work. Yeah, like they're doing the bottom <laughs> level work. But he's going to, you know, Hova's the Holy Ghost. That's like Yeezy needed Jay Z's um, sign off to make him the star he is today. Which is which is right because yeah. nobody believed in Kanye when he was freestyling when he was, mm-hmm. you know. I don't even think Jay believed him. I think Dame signed him. In, I don't think Jay and, and, yeah. I think I heard Dame and Jay signed him, and like like I said, you could just put whoever on the yeah, whatever on the record and help but, it. But that's what he's saying here is like he needed my co-sign to to be the next level, which yeah. I don't think Kanye is going to disagree with because yeah. you know he ended up it's Big Brother. Yeah, his Big Brother was Big's brother. Used to be Dame and Big's brother. Just right. so much in that first verse. Yeah, is no, crazy. it's great. The way the album starts out, we already just played the very beginning, but it's great. Uh, Crosby, you want to go or you want me to go? It looks like you, you. Go. Okay. So you said that was your biggest what the fuck line. This is my favorite verse, and I know that's no, no, a, no, that was my favorite verse. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 oh, no. Yeah. What I'm about to say. Oh, what you're about to say? Okay. Do I sound weird in your guys' headphones or my straight? Sound good. Okay. Um, Kanye and Church in the Wild. Because I think it paints a very vivid picture of some shit. So, <laughs> oh, it does. Coke on her black skin made her stripe like a zebra. I call that jungle fever. Fever is how he says it. He will now control, you will now control the threesome. Just roll the weed up until I get me some. We formed a new religion. No sins as long as there is permission. This has to be go- talking about what was going on with him and uh, uh, I would um, imagine Amber, Amber Rose. Yep. <clears throat> no sins as long as there is permission. And deception is the only felony, so never fuck nobody without telling me. Very open relationship, but you got to let me know. You know what I mean? You can't be out here just doing what you do. Finger in the booty ass bitch. Then, <laughs> then this part was <laughs> a, a caption on nearly 100 million Instagram slash Facebook post. Sunglasses and Advil. Last, Last night, night was mad, mad real. Yep. Sometimes not even the caption. Sometimes you just had sunglasses and Advil in the pic. Game changer right there. Sun coming up at 5 a.m. I wonder if they got cabs still. This is a very, this, this speaks to my soul for a couple of times that we were in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. And that Boons hit you. At, and the Boons was flowing. Mm-hmm. And we were at uh, uh, bachelor parties at a establishment. Walk out and the sun's up, very similar to Varsity Blues, where they come out and say, we got a game Mops. to play. What time is it? <laughs> so it, going deeper, it's like it, are there cabs still? Because Uber and Lyft were starting to make their come up. There you go. I, I don't know. Easy saw the future. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I wonder if they got cabs still. Mm-hmm. Think about the girl in all leopard. So mm-hmm. he's thinking back to the night. Mm-hmm. Who was rubbing the wood like Kiki Shepard. Yeah. I had to Google Kiki Shepard. I got to be honest. Do you guys know who Kiki Shepard was? Do not. She was the host. Huh? <laughs> she was the host of Showtime at the Apollo. So really? when he says rubbing wood, you know how everyone at the Apollo will come out and rub that tree stump for good luck. Mm-hmm. Kanye took it a little bit dirty, rubbing yeah. the wood like Kiki Shepard. <laughs> wow. Two tattoos, one red, no apologies. The other said, love is cursed by monogamy. That's Kiki Shepard? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's something that the pastor don't preach. That's something that a teacher can't teach. When we die, the money we can't keep, but we probably spend it all because the pain ain't It's cheap. Kanye. Preach. It's crazy because you know what? Like, uh, I think a year ago, Adrian was like, "Yeah, the 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 Pope said, like, sp- spend your money because mm-hmm. you know 
you can't, can't take, take it, it with you, yeah. and your kids will earn more. Like, yeah. it's crazy. I don't know. We're, the I'm still saving for my. Son. Kanye, I'm still saving for my son's college. Memory. I'm still saving. Oh, for my son's of course college. that. Sure. But. Yeah. Okay. Um, you haven't gone yet, Crosby. Go Do ahead. You value Kanye like in some religious sense because you're doing like the Holy oh, Trinity no, no. and the Pope and. <laughs> no, it literally just jogged my memory oh, right now. Okay. So mine is <laughs> J, mine's Jay and and niggas in Paris. All right, let's do it. You got standard. It is standard, but that's, I mean, you're thinking, you're thinking like honeymoon, Cancun. Oh yeah, no. And that first fucking verse comes on and it's yeah. just, oh my God. So I ball so hard. Go ahead. Motherfuckers want to find me. But first they got to. First niggas got to find me. I see, I got to say Was that. 50 grand to a motherfucker like me. Can, Can you, you please, please remind, remind me? me? Ball so hard, this shit crazy. Y'all don't know if they don't shit phase me. Oh. This could go off 82. And I look at you, you like, like this, this shit, shit gravy. gravy. So we'll explain that real quick for those who don't understand what that line means. The Nets could go 0 for 82. At this time, there was a big, uh, a lot of news out that Jay was part owner of the Nets. Now, when you actually look at it, it was less than 1%. It was less than 1%. He was the face to the Nets organization. So Nets could go 0 for 82. I look at you like this shit. Which would end up playing a role in a later Kanye song about who did Kim marry? Kim? Chris Doliak. Yeah, who's on the net? <laughs> Chris, Chris Humphreys. Mike Doliak. Mike. <laughs> Mike doesn't know hoops. It's fine. Chris Humphreys, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yep. <laughs> Go ahead. Finish your press. Oh, you want me to finish it? Yeah. Or, or is that, is and that, I look is at that you where like it is? No. Okay. Now look at you like this shit gravy. Ball so hard, this shit wet. We ain't even supposed to be here. Ball so hard, this shit wet. What's it say? Ball so hard since we here. There it is. There you go. It's only right that we be fair. Yep. Psycho. I'm light bold to go, Michael. Take your pick. Jackson. Tyson. Uh, Jordan. Jordan. Game, game six. six. Like, mm, disgusting. Yeah. Do we got a group here? <laughs> Is this a group? At one time we were one. At one time we were one. With Powder, Merv the Perv. <laughs> Merv the Zilla. Perv? That was, it was Merv was the Perv. Was it Merv the Perv? Yeah. I thought it was young Mervin, but Pow- you're Merv the Perv. All right. God, Kanye, Kanye's just... Okay, let's just do this because this is going to lead into my next question. Best beat. I'll I'll take that. Best beat. Oh, and let me explain why. Okay, again, we're going to try to keep it at the five seconds. That was seven. Uh, Throughout my time DJing, there are, are a few songs that you can play that you know. People are gonna go crazy too. Okay. Timeless records, California Love, yeah, L.A. Yeah, I mean, if you, you got DJ a couple, of, if you got a couple of guys in L.A. from L.A., you can tell. You know what I mean? Okay. I didn't said I DJed in L.A. Okay. Parties in L.A. Mm-hmm. That's what it was said. Mm-hmm. Um, in any event, this is one of those. I I played this damn near every time I played at any club, function, hookah, whatever it was. This was always played when I was DJing with Sean all the time. We would get so hyped to this song. Usually, this was this was like towards the end of the night because I would get I would build up to that 128 BPMs, and then find a way to get to this this 72 beats per minute. I fucking love this song and the beat. I always stop it though when I would DJ. I would always stop it before the boom, 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 because that and then you are no no I didn't want that. I like that though. It's nice, but no, it's cool. Party. But when you're DJing, yeah. you're, oh, people right, are right, like, right, right, right. party. Yeah, you just want the other. Yeah, yeah. okay. Sorry. Okay. So, interesting fact. Did you know they played that 11 times at their last concert? The last Watch the Throne stop? They I wouldn't it, doubt it. They played it 11 times, didn't stop. I think they did it five in, in Vegas to end the show. 
And we didn't give a shit. I love that one. Because they kept starting it with this. With the... And people were like, fuck it, let's do it again. That had to be expensive to use that sample. Uh, I mean, it's Blades of Lightning, right? Is that Blades what it's of called? Glory. Blades, Blades of Glory. Of Glory yeah. yeah, not not Will Ferrell's biggest. It's a big one, though. But, but still, I mean, to get you gotta the... You got to pay. You got to pay. <laughs> yeah, yeah okay. I was going to say... Okay. Uh, what does that mean? My favorite beat... It's great. Yeah. As a producer... Sure. As someone who makes beats a beat and samples... Smith? It has to be Otis. Mm. Yeah, to, no, that's, I have two. So Otis is one, and then No Church in the Wild to, to, under, start out. to understand, to pull that part of the song out to make a beat with... Yeah. Like... No one would think that, you know, those couple bars. Yeah. Interesting story. I was listening to a Jay-Z interview and he said um, the, the album was pretty much done, mm-hmm. but no IDs. Like, how are you going to have a, a, an album, Jay-Z, Kanye, with no Kanye produced beat? Mm. That's the only one? Uh, like a full Straight 100% up. like old school Kanye. Yeah. yeah, chopping. And Kanye's like, I was at a heat game. Um, there was a jumbo on the jumbotron. It said, "Who's watching the throne?" And it had LeBron on the on the screen. And he's like, "Shit, dude, I gotta go make I gotta go make a beat." And he said, he went to the studio right after the game, made Otis. Damn. But do, do you guys know what Otis uh, Redding says there? Do you, do you know the lyrics? Please, please. I don't. Okay, I, I mouth them. I don't I'll, know I'll the just okay. It makes it easier easier to bear. bear. Yeah. You won't regret it. No, no. Hold on. Shit, it just fucked up. Some like girls, they don't forget it. Love is their whole happiness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Squeeze. Squeeze. <laughs> and then, very weird, though. Just says squeeze twice? Squeeze her. Squeeze her. Please. Her. I always says squeeze, don't tease. <laughs> oh, okay. In the, real song, so, okay. In, the, in the real song, it does. Yeah, yeah squeeze her, don't tease That's her. A, okay. I love squeeze that her, song. don't tease her, never leave her. Okay. I think that was in what? 16 Candles? Some 80s movie? Like, I don't know. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. See what I mean? Oof. To pull that part yeah. of the, the, the song out <laughs> to make a beat out of? Like, that, that is genius. That's cool. Yeah, Were you sitting across from Otis? Yeah. Okay. Kanye, no, I agree. Otis. I love it. Yep. Otis is great. Uh, where are we going next? Um, pa, 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 pa. Oh, best feature. Best feature. Um, you guys can grab whatever from over there. There wasn't a lot of features. There obviously. isn't, and I love that. But, Red Ocean. No, no, yep. no, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I take that back. I take it back. I take it back. Curtis Mayfield. I say Curtis okay. Mayfield because... How I grew up with my dad, listening to Curtis Mayfield all the time. Mm. So to have it in my era of music was a big deal. Mm. And so I just related to it. I love that. But after that, Frank Ocean. There's no church in the wild. That beat, we're talking about favorite beats. That and Otis are for me. Yeah. I mean, just to start out the album with that shit um, was a big deal. And then, yeah, Curtis Mayfield, bro. Like The joy is is too good. Oh, so good. I I was going to say Otis. Like, this is like, yeah. This is like you're cleaning the house on a Sunday. The mm. windows are open. It's not too hot. It's not too cold. The wind's yeah. a little breezy. You can smell it. it smells nice. Maybe yeah. fall. Yeah. Fucking Maybe. amazing. Maybe. Dude, I'll never forget <laughs> being introduced to Curtis Mayfield, my boy what? JG. Yeah, yeah. Okay. My, you go ahead and tell this story. Well, dude, just, he's like, dude, this is an old school R&B artist. Oh, I thought you meant in person. Oh, hey, no, JG's no, no, no. like, this is oh, Curtis. That was misleading. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Well, he, okay. no, he introduced me to his music. He's like, bro, he fucking swears in his out. And he's like, he's oh, yeah, that. bro. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit. Pusher man, bro. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. It was mm. crazy. 
I'm uh, I'm with Frank Ocean in No Church on the Wild. He starts the album. Yeah. Great. And, and oh. I'm just I'm not gonna sing this obviously, but what he says when you listen to it and break it down, human beings in a mob, what's a mob to a king? What's sing a king it. Hold on, no. hold on. Yeah, I want to hear wonder. it. I, no, no, Please. no, no. There is no auto tune on the road, no. What's a king to a god? What's a god to a non believer who don't believe in anything? Will we make it out alive? All right, all right. No church in the wild. And he repeats that a couple times. Good, but I also love the dream in that song. Like when he comes, the dream is very good. Yeah. And (laughs) you remember when they won the Grammy and he comes in with the parental advisory? Yeah. (laughs) Jay Z's speech was. Uh, I like to thank the swap meet for his yeah. hat. <laughs> <laughs> for real. That was it. Oh man. All right. Next uh next category here. Song that doesn't fit. Yeah, it's a lift off with Beyonce. Okay. It just it didn't make sense and it felt like they tried to just throw Beyonce throw on there. a fucking track. Yeah. I, I I was going back and forth between that one and that's my bitch because I, No, I love that's my bitch. I thought it was so great. I, I had if you would have asked me when the song came out, I would have said Lift Off. Or when the album came out, I would have said Lift Off because at that time I was like, this, is, this sucks. Yeah. Especially because if you're saying Lift Off, it feels like it needs to come at the beginning. Yeah. And then it, it, the, the thing is, it doesn't live up to No Church in the Wild as a right. beginning song. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> but I actually like Lift Off now. Yeah. Um, so I've grown to like that. To me, Illis Motherfucker Alive doesn't fit. Oh. Yeah, it's yeah, the worst to me. It's the worst it. song that they've ever made together. What? It's lazy ass rhymes. I could see it. What sure, they're stunting. <laughs> no, no, he he's talking. Uh, did you hear what I said? <laughs> Go he, ahead. This is what no, we no, wanted. Read no, it no. again. This is what you wanted. <laughs> but here's what here, what is he saying? Keep going. Usually, you have this much taste. You European. That's the end of the way of. That's the end of that way of thinking. Like the, the whole song has a message of. You don't have to be you don't have to be rich and white. You don't have to be rich and white to have um to like art or to like like there's so many underlying yeah, we, things. Uh, you're but, talking about the lyrics though. I'm, I'm like he's like asking he, about something that doesn't fit. It doesn't feel like the way they did that track yeah, fit. It just doesn't I don't the, the beat is incredible though, because mm, it has that filler no. it has that filler beat at the it, end. That's what I don't the beat is I just didn't yeah, I, I I could see that. I would say lift off, but I could see I could see that one. We might as well get into this because I was getting ready to play Illus Motherfucker live and then this came up. Um, real quick. So, does anyone know what the hell that is? I do not. Okay. I don't either. Okay. So, I, I was looking all over. There's nothing. There's really nothing. Minus one Reddit uh, post. I don't really understand Reddit. You know what I mean? I'm not that guy. <clears throat> Subreddits, all that. I mean, I get it. <laughs> what? What? Nothing. Go ahead. No. You guys on Reddit? No, no, no. You guys are Reddit. You guys got a, you guys a sub boards? And I mean, all? it's 2021, but yeah, it's okay. I don't know what you're doing. Okay. No, I'm not. Okay. <laughs> so this was, for, this was from like 2011. Yeah. This Reddit, because I just Googled it. I'm like, what the fuck is that noise? Because to me, it sounds something like, um, like you would hear it on the Pink Panther. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds old. So this is the person's theory on Reddit. Only thing I could find. So I've had a theory. What's their username first? I, damn it. I didn't write it down. I've had a theory about the purpose of that interlude. Eventually, me and my friend came, came up with something that makes sense to us. To me, it sounds like circus music, something that will play when clowns perform their acts. The first song of the album is No Church in the Wild, which is powerful, insightful, and very deep in meaning. And towards the end, 
we get the clown music. When it clown signals, music. that's what he, he just he, he put he puts in he puts in quotes clown music because that's what he calls it. I believe it signals the arrival of something that is dumbed down in a song. They sort of tell you <clears throat> right off the bat, hey, this is the next song, and this is my favorite part of this guy's post. Then this next song is pop ignant, I G, N A N T. New Day, another amazing song with great meaning, has clown music after, and is followed by That's My Bitch. It sort of shows that they are aware of the music they're going to give you. My personal favorite is Illest Motherfucker Alive, which I was trying to play, and I forgot that the interlude was there. Um, it has a song right before it. To prepare you for the ignitness <laughs> that you're about to listen to. Ignitness. Anyways, that's just my two cents. I couldn't find anything else. No, not clown, but clown but when music. you wait, well, when you look at this, when you look at this, it appears. So, like I said, Pink Panther ish. Um, it appears after um, No Church in the Wild. So then we get lift off between New Day and That's My Bitch, between Welcome to the Jungle and Who's Who Gonna Stop Me, and then again right before Illest Motherfucker Alive. I don't know no, any clown, other clown explanation. It's like it's supposed to be wacky, right? To me, to I mean, me, he put clown music. To me, it's like it, it's something like um, goofy. Mm. I would think I, it I more see, along can, the lines of, you know, like all right, you go you go to a play, and sure. they change scenes, yeah, and maybe they play music in between mm-hmm. it, like maybe something yeah, like that's that. What I was thinking, but yeah. they do that a lot. Of, like if you listen to like classic hip hop records, they'll play a little, yeah, um, an interlude, yeah, yeah, but yeah, it just it sets the scene. It changes the scene. Something it's just new so is random coming. to me. But not fucking clown music. Jesus. Oh, Crosby's mad. I see it in his face. I, 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 don't, know, I don't know what it means. I, I, I'm with it changing the scene, but it's so very random throughout the album that I don't know what it's for. Find his username. I'm going to write him on Reddit. I will. <laughs> He's going to write him a fucking letter. I'm going to write him a fucking letter. <laughs> a type strongly worded letter. I'm going to send it. It's going to um, be a physical fucking letter. Okay, so like I said, illest man alive. Going back to the song that doesn't fit. Illest motherfucker alive. The part where uh, the hook is awful, okay, and then like the kind of the echo that they try to have on Kanye's voice when it doesn't even seem like it's an echo, illest motherfucker alive, it reminds me of when we were recording our album, and you, I don't even remember, I can't remember what the word you said, you said something, and then you backed up, said it, backed up, said it, so it sounded like it was echoing out, do you remember, what did you say on the album? I want to say it was something for Don't Blink. I'm Anyways. No, I'm a fucking, this is the first time hearing this. <laughs> if you had this belt of aggression, you should be. <laughs> no, I really don't remember what. what? Uh, I don't know. You play? Hold on, let's get to it. Lazy Beat. This, no, hold on. They try to do like a hype song. And it just yeah. wasn't you gotta, didn't turn out. You got to wait for the, the, the piano to come and just. I can't. Five seconds. All right, Crosby. Uh, wait, you you said you said that's my bitch or no? I said no. Uh, lift off. Lift I off. love that's my bitch. I think it's yeah. great. So that's my bitch was actually released um, before Watch the Throne. It was, it was supposed to be a Kanye album with Q Tip oh. or a Kanye song with Q Tip. I had heard I it because I love lift off. Well, you got you got to talk into that. They, they can't back then. I didn't like lift off. Mm-hmm. Not gonna lie, I, I thought it was. I was the same exact way. But right now, when I listen to it, and maybe that's a difference. Like I, I, I love it now. Like yeah. the instrumentation and and everything that was put into it. I agree. It's supposed to be with Q-tip. Um, <clears throat> before I get to this last question here, um, 
I, I must have skipped something. What did I say? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit, that's on me. Oh, because I went away. Okay. Favorite song on the album? No Church in the Wild. Mm. Otis. It's very close. No Church in the Wild for me. So when the album first came out, it would have been Otis or Paris. I love No Church in the Wild, too. I, I love this whole, mostly this whole album. But to me, my favorite song now is New Day. And I'll tell you why. Because you have a son? Yes. So, so produced by RZA, Kanye, Mike Dean. To me, it's, it's the absolute realest song on the whole album. You get into some of the insecurities and worries that both Jay-Z and Kanye have, which you never fucking hear. Like, Jay-Z had Song Cry, where he talks about he you has to like make a, the song welcome cry. Welcome to the Jungle, though. Welcome to the Jungle, Jay-Z did that. Yeah, yeah, okay. This song, though, is better than Welcome to the Jungle. Yeah, <laughs> on both of them, because they're talking, yeah, they're talking about some... So yeah. he's talking about the insecurities, the fear that they both have, fear that's kind of um, there because of the choices they've made in their lives and what, how that will affect their kids, um, and then also what they want to teach their kids. So this wasn't my favorite song on the album until, I had, until we had our, uh, our son. Interesting, though. I, I, uh, Kanye's verse about... <laughs> Sorry, Mike gets so comfortable. <laughs> you got to talk into the mic. Kanye's verse, though, about... Not wanted his son to have an ego, turn him into a public. Like, yeah, it's, that's a little foreshadowing. Yeah, absolutely. But what really got me was the Trumplican. was the mm. um, the, the the lyrics about his mom. Mm. He's saying, "I will never ever move to LA." I will never move my mom. Yeah, because she couldn't take the pressure, and it's like, yeah. And after, like, when he started to go to this new Kanye, that's you know, I'm uh, dying. Yeah. Bro. yeah, yeah. So it's like, I, again, it. I know Kanye could be a piece of shit because God, old Kanye. you know old Kanye was the best, but absolutely, bro. Like consequence, Talib type Kanye, oh, like Chain God. Heavy. You remember yeah. Chain Heavy? Yep, that's like one of my favorite Kanye tracks. Period. If you haven't listened, uh, listened to "Take Him to the Cleaners" consequence, the mixtape that Kanye is all over. It's so good. I worked at a, I had a graveyard shift at this place called Cuban Cigar. Shout out to Cuban Cigar. It's probably still there. The, is it a Cuban? No, no, no. They, they would uh, stock like small grocery stores and gas stations all over the place. So I would just pull orders. Anyways, I listened to that album so much that summer after I got, I started this job right after I graduated high school and I would listen to the album over and over. So consequent, consequence, take them to the cleaners. Very, very good. Um, okay. So yeah, new day. Uh, we talked about favorite songs. Wait, did you, you said yours? My favorite song? Yeah. Yeah. No, no church. That's right. Okay, um, any songs you want to talk about that we haven't covered before we get to the last question? So, songs that we probably haven't really touched on, Gotta Have It, minus you two performing it. Welcome to the Jungle, we didn't say much about it. Who Gonna Stop Me, Murder to Excellence, which is a great... Oh, Murder great. To Excellence oh, no, I, great. Yeah, yeah, we talked about it. Yeah. Uh, Made in America, another great one. Kanye's verse got me in that, because he talks about his uh, mom introducing him to no ID essentially like mm-hmm. you know that story that's crazy his mm-hmm. mom and no ID were the teachers in the same district hey that's, can you mentor my son yeah fucking no ID no kidding that's why you really hope Don does a good album mm. and, and, and that's I why I have my doubts well <laughs> I, I have my doubts but to, to, for him to name it after his mom like there has to be something that God, you would hope so you would you would hope so fucking negative fucking Nancy bro like <laughs> <laughs> told you guys these guys see each other all the time Coonan in the White House bro that's all I see when I hear Kanye now new Kanye so that'll lead to this next question um, where do we sit with Watch the Throne now uh, where do you sit with Jay-Z 
10 years after this album, Kanye 10 years after this album. Top 10, 100%. The album itself. Yep. Uh, um, I need more um, back. What do you mean? Top 10 album of top, all time? Top 10 album of all time. Okay. Strong. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I like it. No, it's, it's, it's a dope-ass album. I haven't listened to it for a long time because I went on a Kanye boycott, full disclosure. Yeah. Um, so I listened to it, and I just kept going through each track going, holy shit, this is fucking good. Yeah. Every single track. So, yeah, no, it's a dope-ass album. With Jay-Z, I respect Jay-Z a shitload more now than ever. Mm-hmm. Just seeing what he's done and talking about black excellence and everything like that. Um, Kanye, there was a period. So I used to love Kanye. He was like a top three. And then he did the, the Trump stuff, and then mm-hmm. he just fell off, and I couldn't fucking even listen to him, period. Like, I, I didn't listen to anything from him. Yeah. And now it's to the point more where it's, like, sad, right? Like, it's just kind of like this crash that you're watching in front of you happen. And yeah. so, I don't know. I, I started listening to his albums again, and every single fucking one, like the first four you mentioned, it's mm-hmm. just, it's absurd. It's crazy. Every single album is amazing. So. College dropout, late registration, graduation. We give him a pass for 808s and heartbreaks. He was but still, I mean, experimenting. Like, it, it was different, It was right? cool. And so yeah. you can respect it. It was different. Yeah. I just, I mean, I, I've just created that line. There's old Kanye yep. that was amazing, and he was conscious without just going over the top and being in your face and kind of boring you with it. Yeah. And then there's new Kanye that, you know. It's just full of shit. That's how him. I feel. Fuck him, yeah. <laughs> Interesting. This uh, Watch the Throne lost the Grammy to My Dark Twisted Fantasy. Yeah, yeah that. that's, yeah. I'm but, with that, yeah. I don't know if I'm with that. Oh, my God. Like, I love... My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy is... That first track. Uh, when you hear yeah. Nikki talking, oh, my God. The, the, it's a fucking great album. The and piano on that. Yeah. Not only that, The Hangover took that to the next level. <laughs> 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 but, okay, I was telling Crosby this on the way here. It lost an American Music Award of Best Album, oh, Rap Album, to Pink Friday, which in hindsight... American Music which Awards are that music, way. Pink AMA. Friday. Yeah. But still, the, the and fact that... even the Grammys were I don't trust them. I mean, they gave, what, any of the award shows, the, the Macklemore over Kendrick thing, like, yeah. fuck them all. Yeah. yeah. That was bad. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I if you put Jack Harlow against Kendrick, you know who's winning. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so, yeah. Harlow, I mean, yeah. Look, look at his first four albums. College dropout. Again, we're going to leave 808s off of this. College dropout, late registration, graduation, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Then what comes with Watch is Thrown. Then Cruel Summer, which I think has really slept on. Really, really good album, but it's all of good music. Yeah. Then he comes with. album, yeah. Oh, we did, so we did music good. videos of that shit. Absolutely. Too. Click. You're, you're in Mike's basement. Yeah. And you're washing Redskins jersey. Well, we what jersey? I mean, we weren't in the basement like Pulp Fiction. Like, oh, like, you're, you're, uh, like what Washington <laughs> football team. <laughs> <laughs> And then, you, and then after Watch the Throne, after Cruel Summer, then we get Yeezus, which at the time didn't love, went back, really enjoy oh, it. Slaves is hard, yeah. Life of Pablo, mm. I, there's songs that I like. Negative. Yeah, true. I, Life I, of Pablo had Kendrick on it, right, with the No Parties in LA. Mm-hmm. That, that, that one's hard. That one's dope. So this is when Kanye's getting like, Kanye's always been different. This is when Kanye's getting really fucking weird. Like if you, they have music videos, um, if you're on Apple Music, I mean, you could probably watch them on YouTube, too. The music video for Famous with Rihanna is the weirdest shit you'll ever see. It has people that look like, I think Kanye and Kim are actually in it, naked in a bed. That's right. Then a, a Rihanna lookalike, a Donald Trump lookalike, uh, a Bill Cosby lookalike. And then a, there's, I don't remember the other people. They're all just naked laying there. The beat and Rihanna were crazy, no, though. that's a really good song. The video itself 
is uh, about a minute and a half. You have the song, and then it just stops. And the, it's like a, um, oh my god, the Ethan Hawke uh, horror film. Help me, Sinister. Those scenes where the camera's looking before you see the murders. You don't remember this? I'm no, no I'm, I'm visualizing it. Okay. So you, you, have, you have that, and then you just hear somebody breathing for six minutes. So <laughs> I think it feels like Kanye at this point kind of just went for shock value. Yeah. Like that's the same shit he's doing with MAGA, all that. It seems like it's more for shock value and yeah. to try to seem like he's some sort of contrarian and this genius. When, we get, in, when to, we get into that stuff, I could not believe it. Yeah, so I, it, it I seems could, like and he then just I wants to do it just for hurt, the shock hurt, value. He yeah. doesn't really believe or think any of that shit. I would say this though about Life of Pablo: the first four songs are very good. So, Ultra Light Beam, Father Stretch My Hands, Part One, Part mm. Two, and then Famous. Other songs off. I was of that, sad to hear he almost jacked those beats or jacked those songs from. Um, who was in Father Stretch My Hands, Part Two? Oh, that that's uh. Designer. Designer, yeah. I mean, that's Panda. It's Panda. Right, right, just right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck, um, fuck But the way him. he got to it. And yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Ah. Um, Fade is okay. 30 Hours is dope. No more parties in LA. But then there's songs on there. Wolves is trash. I love Wolves. Mm, I love the original Wolves. The Wolves right. is on the album, isn't right. it? This, this album was a lot more auto-tuny, wasn't it? Uh, Life of Pablo? No. Was it not? No, there wasn't a lot. But then he puts out the bullshit EA, which was awful. Didn't listen to it. And which was frustrating because when this Yay album came out was when Good Music was putting all the seven track albums out. So Pusher had um, um, Daytona, classic, classic, and then and then even the Kids See Ghost. I love that album, pretty yep. good. And then Kanye comes out with Jesus is King, which sonically the the beats sound amazing, but you just can't believe him. It's like I I don't want to I don't want. So I, I, I put it like this when, when Jesus is king and he found Jesus and all this. He had, he had the shit with Trump, and I think he was trying to create controversy to be able to do whatever he wants to do, put his name out. He was uh, working on the album. And then he got so much backlash, all of a sudden he found Jesus. It, it makes me think of a lot of people that go to prison for killing like seven people, and then it's like, well, fuck, I'm in here. Might as well find Jesus and see, see what can happen. Then he tries to appeal to these people. We're all about Jesus. You went to the Sunday services, right? Mm-hmm. I did. What was the experience like? Crazy. Like, it's amazing how he... I'm going to need you to talk in the mic again. Crazy. <laughs> mic in the mic. Damn. Yeah. How he attracts this generation, all generations, really. Like, dude, there was kids, like, probably, you know, freshmen in high school, or if not younger, that were just lining up to see him. And Yeah. It's that Kanye pill. I mean, he's a, he's a legend. Absolutely. No matter what he does, like you have to put him in that legendary goat status. Yeah. Um, I thought the music was incredible. I don't know if he does is in any production with the music, but mm-hmm. the actual mute, the like the Sunday service music was you know, was incredible. Um, yeah. I, I get your take on it, and I can see that, but the amount of effort that he's put in all these years of the Sunday service, like it just doesn't seem something quick. Like he may have had of he may have had a coming to Jesus moment where. Sure. Um, so I, and I don't know, Donda's going to tell us a lot. I know it was supposed to release last year. Yeah. Um, I was actually looking forward to some like post Kardashian production. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I think we get that in here. A lot. I think it. so. Yeah. I thought the album was done last year. That's, a, I think a lot of this is, uh, everything that I read is a lot of the stuff is he's talking about current shit, right? Yeah. Like, he's and he's being worked. I, okay. I, Cause okay. like I told you, I saw a clip of him and Mike Dean just like two nights ago. Okay. 
Okay. Anyways, we'll see what Donda's like. So to me, uh, watch this, watch the throne ten years after. Um, it gives me two songs that that like will always. I always say this, and and some people might think it's corny, but that would be on like the soundtrack of my life. If you were to make a movie about me, sounds a little corny. It does. Yeah. No church in the wild has to be one of them. Uh-huh. To your life, yeah. And then you're going. It's just, it's just and then you're going song. to Otis. No, Paris. Paris. I played that. I tell me you guys. To your I played life that. as niggas in Paris. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> when you say it like that. Okay. <laughs> the amount of times I played that song, and, and it, it defines a, um, you could use that song to define a two-year period for me of things that I was doing. Our drugs. Like balling so hard. Balling so hard. Ian. <laughs> Having ownership in the nets. <laughs> they could go over 82, Crosby. I don't give a fuck. Right. Okay. Don't shit on my, what I'm saying here. Uh, and then also, like I said, a new appreciation uh, after my son was born for New Day, which is absolutely True. my favorite track on the album. So with Whoa. that, with, with that, with that, JC says he's going to take the kid to the barber shop. His, I know you can take Bronson to the barber. Why shop. couldn't I take my son to the barber? I mean, but you can. Have, I you, go to. You'll never have that feeling of sitting in the chair getting your hair cut. Yeah, it's different. I get and my then beard. Looking I get at your my, son. I get my hair. Next. I get my, my fade. I get my fade. <laughs> okay. What are you going to do? See, so you, you guys try to poo poo. <laughs> you try to shit. On something special, okay? Um, <laughs> we did, huh? Sorry. Yeah, no, you guys, you always do that. That's why well, I brought you on. So uh, this album, not top 10 all time for me, but I did put out a list at the end of uh, 2020, the top 10 albums of, of the decade, and it was on there. So solid. What were they? You want to know the other ones? Yeah. yeah. Off the top of my head, hold on, I'm going to have to think this through. Um, Good Kid, Mad City, Damn. Yep. yep. Give me just a moment. I'll pull it up because. Um, yeah, a couple of busies. It's a pimp a butterfly. Uh, so I love to pimp a butterfly, but I, I didn't have it on there. Get the fuck you know out what? of here! Fuck him. <laughs> Over. This is, this do you think? Hits. Do you think to pimp a butterfly is better than damn? And I do. Good kid. No, not better than good kid. I think. It's but it's better than, than damn. I do. I think so. Because I love that funk shit. Like that's what I grew up on. Okay. No, that's fine. Yeah. So I had uh, Good Kid, Mad City, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, Take Care, Watch the Throne, Victory Lap, Damn, Four Four Four. Uh, Dre's Compton, Nod's Life is Good. Victory Lap for top 10 of the decade? Yeah. I oh, love Vic. Wow. It was good. good. Yeah, that was you pro- called that shit, too. You yeah. called that. Over graduation, though? My, my graduation. Was, he was talking about the decade, though. Yeah, graduation was 2008. Oh. Oh, uh, you're talking about Yeah, yeah. Sorry. And then uh, you guys are going to shit on this one. Travis Scott's Astro. No, World. shit on it. Yeah. Fuck Big you. Big shit. I love the Will Winter podcast, but fuck that. Okay. Um, what do you like about Travis Scott? What do you like about him? Not necessarily him. His music, he to me, he is. Now we're off of Watch the Throne, which is fine. <clears throat> to me, he is like the the way his music sounds reminds me of today's hip hop version of Pink Floyd. When you listen to an album, it takes you all over the place, and it flow all flows together, all of them, and it may take you like uh, to like a dark, deep. You know, if you were on drugs, you'd probably really feel the the album. What were you on LSD or what? Really? Yeah. No, I wasn't on LSD. I, was- <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he, he's one of those rappers that thinks he says clever shit, but it's really, yeah, ever, it's not exactly. ever. To like me, the whole shit with Drake, every, there were so many bars in there where I'm sure he was like, yeah, that was dope. No wordsmith and then at he was all. Like, no, it wasn't. Sure. Okay. I love hip hop to the core. Okay. I love it. You do. 100%. But these albums, I'm not looking for, with, these, with Travis Scott's albums, I'm not necessarily like, I want, great lyrical content. Yeah. I want to just go somewhere and that's what it, what they do. 
Travis Scott takes you places. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to Astro World. I was there. Sure. Yeah. Yep. Well, um, I don't get it. You get it, Mike? Dude, I would have put a Griselda album over Travis Scott. In, in the top uh, from 2010 to 2020, you can pick like three Drake albums oh, over Travis Scott. Yeah. Okay, guys. Is this how we're ending the fucking pod? Are we <laughs> just going to argue? Multiple Kendrick. Yeah, that's what it is. Right? <laughs> multiple Kendrick albums. There's a there's a ton over Travis Scott. <laughs> Travis Scott. Throw a fucking designer in there. But bro. Watch the Thrones in my top ten. Absolutely. It's it's hard for me because there's albums that I love from these guys that are uh, above that. So I can't put this album in my top ten ever. I don't above know if that. I, above Watch the Throne. Like what? Like, like my beautiful think... dark twisted fantasy, graduation, um, reasonable doubt, black album. I don't I don't think we'll ever have another collaboration like this as big as probably no. not. Well the pressure's on now, right? I feel like because it felt like the the Cole and Kendrick thing was going to happen. It did. Right? You read about it Because the they came out with that one track that was, it was fucking and He, he produced, amazing. Cole produced High Power. It was amazing, right? They came out with that one track, I remember, and it felt like it was going to happen, but I feel like there's now this pressure because yeah. of Watch the Throne, and people are like, we can't top it. do it. Yeah. yeah, so if we can't go there, I just think maybe Drake and Future didn't care. I don't know, just because Future. Oh, I heard God. Future paid a half, a half a billy for that. I mean, they were just trying to make shit that, would be played in the club. That's that's what it was. It and it, and right? honestly, there was two of them. It did it on that album. That was it. Jumpman and uh, no, a big ring, big ring, big ring. Goddamn. Yeah. Well, we're gonna end it on this, fellas. Thank you guys for listening, Crosby, Mike. Thank you for doing this with me. In what world is are, is this five seconds in there? <laughs> <laughs> You're about to get saved. You're to get litigious. Give me my roses now. Don't wait till I'm underground. Give them the roses now. Don't wait till they're underground. For roses this week, I want to show an immense amount of love to all of the teachers out there from preschool, K through 12. Uh, school is getting ready to start back up. As you know, teachers are... are ridiculously underpaid so the average compensation for a teacher in the state of utah is thirty-five thousand seven hundred and twenty-two dollars a year if you average that out that's about seventeen dollars and 86 cents per hour i know teachers don't technically work all year round but can you imagine being around kids k through 12 for 40 plus hours a week for you know nine and a half to 10 months out of the year. To me, that's the equivalent of working all year long, 12 hour shifts. Cause each age group comes with its own unique challenges. And I can't imagine the patience it takes to have 20 to 30, sometimes even more kids in your class. So, oh yeah. And on top of all that, we're, we're still in a pandemic <laughs> and schools, at least in the state of Utah will uh, you know, be in person, which is, I think, great for kids. And unfortunately, most states aren't requiring masks just yet. That's a whole other topic, though, so I won't get too deep into that. So these teachers are responsible for molding our future. They're putting their lives in danger in, in more ways than one. They obviously do this for the love, not for the money. They could go work at, at the Amazon warehouse and make close to the same amount, not have to grade um, schoolwork, 
not have to deal with punk ass kids and let me be clear I'm not saying that all kids are that way but you know there are plenty of them that are not have to worry about the amount of pressure they deal uh, with from parents and they can feel safer knowing that masks are required for those who aren't vaccinated again a discussion that I'm very passionate about but for a whole nother time so for all that you go through for all that you do to all the teachers out there who are preparing to head back to school we thank you and since I can't give you a raise all of these roses are for you now and every single day we appreciate you all right we're gonna head out now don't forget to uh, follow, subscribe, rate, and review where you can. Follow the pod on Instagram at the Will Wonder Pod. Follow me on Twitter at DJ Will Wonder. And we will see y'all next week. Peace.